Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Let's get it on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator, and you seem in a good mood. I am in a good mood. Well, I'm not used to that. That's nice. It's been a nice weekend. I don't, well, good for you. I don't know why I would be in a bad mood, but... Anyway, we're coming Proud to you. Proud of you, champion. Oh, okay. Well, we're... we're yeah, smoke your nuts off, champion. <laughs> anyway, we're we're coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, currently at the Riverman Cigar Company, Start where right, we Riverman. are joined by Dan the Man Ponder. How you doing, Dan? Doing just great, gentlemen. How about y'all? Doing good. Doing good. So Dan is joining us because today we are going to be discussing a uh, a pretty special product that he has in the store and um kind of the uh the the benefits to it and you can hear it yeah so today we're going to be discussing <laughs> the cra cigar sampler coming to us from our friends at cigar rights of america so dan why don't you explain the sampler to us a little bit sure uh thanks uh, nick and jeff for uh having me on today uh this is program has been going on for several years now and the uh, Cigar Rights of America is a, uh, a customer, um, an organization which customers can, uh, cigar smokers can belong to. There are other organizations for retailers and things like that. This is the one that the uh, cigar smoking smokers out there would be able to uh, participate and become members of. So uh, one of the ways that they're doing, uh, raising some money for the fight to support uh, legislative affairs and things like that associated with D.C. and also some local and state jurisdictions is by sending out the CRA sampler. So uh, as we'll go into the names here in a bit, but it is really top shelf cigars from some major, major cigar manufacturers. It really is. I mean, it's really one of those things that kind of blows you away as we're all sitting here looking at it. The back of the package, it's in a Bavita package. I think it's good for up to Six months of humidification. Bovita so. just does an absolutely fantastic, you know, knock your socks off job when it comes to humidification. It's what I have in my humidors. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then and so the front would have the uh, um, a nice picture of the uh, of the logo of CRA, which is a a, a George Washington freedom fighter kind of looking guy with the tricorn hat on. Um, 1776 on there this is a limited edition this is this year's um release and what some of the major manufacturers will do is they will provide a cigar in this 10 pack that will be just provided to the cra sampler you won't be able to get it anywhere else it could be a particular uh vitola uh the back is clear where you can actually see the cigars uh in and of themselves um you know one of the things, when Glenn Loop was down here visiting us in St. Louis, when we called him to come down and help with our little local issue that we had a, a few years back, and we got all the owners together, and I've, I've talked a bit about that. Yeah. Um, he was um, uh, explaining to me that, you know, I, th- I think also we, we're going to need to sort this out, but I'm pretty sure, at least in years past, you also got a CRA membership out of, out of the purchase of a package oh, okay. like this. Okay. So uh, you have to be a CRA member uh retailer in order to be able to 
offer these out, I know. They got shipped out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I could not find the number that got shipped out this year, but last year there was about 6,000 packs that wow. were sent out last year. Wow. So this is a way of doing some revenue raising to help with the fight. Um, and um, what, but back to the story when Glenn came down here, and it always re- resonated with me, he was telling us that he really just wants to get us to become uh, cigar voters. So it's more like, I know it's 25 or $30 a year to become a CRE member, and I think you get a couple cigars out of the deal. So, um, But he really drummed into my head. It's like, Dan, you know, this is, this is really a lot about trying to, uh, is trying to register the cigar voters out there. And I just passed over my ID card to, uh, to Nick, and on the back it says registered cigar voter. So it's a nominal fee to be a member, but the reality is now you're in, now you're can be a member of uh, that can be promoted as we have X number of tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of voters, and that starts getting the attention of the legislative exactly. uh, legislators, and therefore we start getting some action, okay? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, you only have to change one letter in CRA and replace the C with the N to get a very good visualization of what I'm trying to describe. Yeah, yeah. NRA is um, very, very astute and very, very good at mobilizing its members in any kind of legislative battle that goes around. Yeah. And I think they are the they are the, uh, uh, the the high bar example for any organization to mobilize their members to really get some sort of action taken care of. Um, I know um, uh, I know here in Missouri, and I would say the NRA, for example, is on the offense. Yes. Whereas we're on the defense. Yes. Okay. Yes. And yeah. I'll give you an example. Uh, with regards to the NRA, every single year here in the state of Missouri, we get a gun rights bill through the legislature, okay? Whether we need it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in some cases, they even, I think a couple years back, they allowed, they erased the concealed a weapon carry thing, and everyone now can have a gun. Yeah. And I think I've talked to some police officers, and they're like, this is a guy that we would have been able to pick up on the street for illegally carrying a gun, but because of a couple of years back, they changed it because every year they've got yeah. to come up with a yeah. mandatory gun change law. So they're on the offense. Um, we're on the defense. And part of the reason we're on the defense is because, um, and I've given this some thought when Nick asked me to come on, it's like, like think of those street painters down in New Orleans. I mean, they're just artists. They're sitting there painting people's faces, walking down on the sidewalks, and you just think all of a sudden they become regulated. I mean, where yeah. their paints are now toxic, and, and they've got to have certain types of moon suits on, and all of a sudden government comes after those guys. Well, that's what I understood happened with our artisan cigar making. These are cigar uh, man, families that are like, I mean, we're just using water and vegetable glue and tobacco. Yep, yep. And now all of a sudden we got the FDA and Lord knows who. And, and, we, and, and well, well, we have Dick Durbin. We have you Dick. Yep. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, Dan. Without a doubt. I mean, and, and, and leading the charge, right, guys? Leading the charge. Yeah, yeah, no. And so we've got all, we've got, I mean, we really have big government after us and uh, in the meantime i just think of like these street painters down new orleans we're just minding our own business where somebody walks by and we're painting 
if if you yeah. think of anyone when it screams big government, it's Tricky Dick Durbin. You dick. It's true. It's true. It's true. We're from Illinois. We can we can say this. He's one of. <laughs> he's one, sadly he's one of ours. And we we can't get a hold of him. He's our senator, and we cannot get a hold. No, of him. I, I know you guys have been trying in in multiple ways to get a hold of him, and you've invited him down to Honduras, many ineffective, or down down yes. to Latin America for a trip. And hell, I'm t- hell, I'm on Dick Watch. Yeah, you are on Dick Watch. How is Dick Watch? <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry, Dan. No, so we've been on the defense, okay? And the money that you would get from the from from buying this, a portion of that is going to go to CRA to raise money. But a most a lot of the money that that's used towards legislating, fighting the good fight with CRA uh, and PCA is coming from the cigar manufacturers, yes. yeah. and those are the ones that are really doing contributions. So really, but what Glenn was giving us to think about is think of also about head counting the number of voters and to be able to say in their database that in Missouri, in Illinois, we have X number of thousands, tens of thousands of, yeah. of, of, of folks that we can mobilize for any very particular different issues. Totally. Yep. It's valuable to be able to have those numbers and to say, hey, you know, Dick Durbin. You dick. Every time you introduce this piece of legislation, the X number of cigar uh, smokers that live in Illinois are going to hear about it, you know, and that sort of thing. And, and I mean, it might might cause him to think twice before he uh, lumps us in with the vape and, and everybody. Dick's not going to think twice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Flipping Dick Durbin so, for the love of God. You dick! You threw that one out quick. It, it, my, my finger wasn't quick enough for that. But anyway. <laughs> you guys so, got this down pat. We do. We do. So... We've invited him to Honduras. I wonder why he's not calling. Yeah, I know, right? He doesn't want to hop a plane with you. No, who would? I mean, I rarely do. It's true. You've and, done it. But I have done it. You've done it. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. I pack way. everything I own into my backpack. Into a backpack. And then goes through security with it. And, oh, oh, you know what? Let's Let's fire up the cigars. And then we'll get into that because I actually do have a bone to pick with you regarding packing of items in your backpack and then you having to have me take something of yours um, back with me. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. so, okay. So we have this pack here and there's 10 cigars in this. And uh, Dan was kind enough to give us three each. <laughs> exactly. And so <laughs> we, will, we will go through the, the cigars that are in the pack. Dan's going, um, wait, I didn't give you guys three packs. So, so, yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> so we'll go through what's in the pack here. And then from there, Dan's going to have first pick because, you know, it's Dan it's the Dan. man ponder. Yeah. Well, and, and I, then, I tried uh, to I tried to wiggle my way out of that, but you guys insisted. So I, no, I no, will, no, 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 no. And then what's going to happen is Jeff and I are going to rock, paper, scissors yes. to determine Which who. Which makes for great radio. Well, I mean, it's better than Greco-Roman wrestling. We got room here. I'm not wrestling you. <laughs> We're in the lounge by ourselves. We got to move two chairs and an end table. That, and it's go time. Isn't that naked wrestling, though? I'm not doing that with you. No, well, not again. No, wait. There's no first time. <laughs> That's how rumors get started. So, okay. So, let's go through the list of what we have here. So, I see an Oliva Siri V. Yeah, and that and Nick, that uh, is a special figure uh, Vitola just for this package. Okay. And then there's a Diamond Crown. Um, there's an Ashton. It's the Symmetry. The Rocky Patel, age limited and rare. And then there's this Padron. You want to talk about this Padron a little bit, Dan? 
Yeah, it's a Patron Black number uh, 100 that I believe you can only get in this uh, CRA sampler. I think it's at least the second year in a row that Patron has offered this uh, uh, limited cigar into this pack. So it's something that I um, I kind of had my eyes on since, uh, since it showed up. Nick, the pack you're looking at, what is your number on your cigar? Oh, yeah, the Patrons are numbered. Mine is numbered... Uh Zero two nine eight six seven, eight six seven. Mine's uh, eight one five. Yeah. So these padrones are these actually, padrones are numbered these cigars. Are numbered wow. cigars. That's so that uh, that's to prevent against counterfeiting. They are starting to counterfeit yeah. padrone cigars. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, next up, there's a uh, Tatawahe. I I think so, but mine's backwards. Mine is too. Okay. Well, but they, I but I know it's a Tatawahe. Yeah. yeah so so the Tatawahe is a limited. A Cape Especial Toro uh, version. Again, something that's been put into the uh, CRA pack. Okay. I'm going to jump on the next one. It's a Jamie Garcia. It's a Jaime Garcia. Oh. It's the uh, Reserva Especial. <laughs> so that's from my father. Jaime is uh, uh, is the uh, son of... Um, I thought they named it after the robot on Get Smart. No, that's Jaime. <laughs> this is also Jaime Garcia, right? Jaime. Oh. Different. Oh, it's, my bad. It's different. It's a different guy. Okay. Yeah. He was great, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> and that comes in a, that's a Reserva, and that comes in a, in a, a Connecticut Toro this year. Okay. Poor Dan is just looking at me like, <laughs> why? <laughs> that's fine. Look. Then he, <laughs> you do you, you moron. <laughs> then we have the, the Thanks, Dan. then we have an Alec <laughs> Bradley, fine and rare. Yeah, those fine and rares are, are, Absolutely fine and rare. We've got a guy here that's been smoking them nonstop. About a three-hour smoke is oh, what wow. uh, that fine and rare will do, and and it's about a twenty-five dollar cigar. What's the roll date on yours? Uh, my that's the thing. I was just about to say the band on this actually has the roll date and the release date. The roll date on my cigar here is November eleventh through the seventeenth of twenty eighteen. Okay, with a release date of November the fifteenth, twenty nineteen. There you go. Yeah, and one more thing about that is they typically, the Fine and Rare comes out as an annual release by Alec Bradley and will have up to 10 tobaccos in that cigar. Oh, wow. wow. It is, it is, uh, I had one uh, a few years ago and uh, it, it, it is. It keeps you interested all the way through to the very end. Oh, cool. And it's very difficult to, uh, kind of like a stump the band cigar, it's very difficult to figure out what's inside there. Interesting. Ooh. There's so much happening. Well, yeah. See, I'm not fancy enough to smoke a cigar like that. Like that's just, yeah. Where well, you're gonna ha- you're gonna get the pick. I'm gonna get the chance. Yeah. You're gonna, well, potentially, allegedly, unless I win the uh, rock paper scissors and oh, I go for that bastard. I mean, okay. I don't I don't know what I'm gonna go for. And then uh, next up, we have. I think a, Dan's uh, pulling for me though. I can tell. We have. An, he doesn't want to tell you, Nick. It's a it's a Arturo Fuente. It's a Opus X uh, Destino Siglo. And uh, finally, we have the Andalusian Bull from La Flor Dominicana. Well, this is this is a hell of a pack this of cigars. This is a hell of a pack of cigars. Now, Dan, people, okay, so before we even get into your commercial here, people can call you and order this, and you'll you'll ship this to them, correct? Yeah, and, and, and or what you can do is you can go on, uh, there's various ways you can go online and find out where a great American smoke shop uh CRA uh shop will be that has uh, been offered to be able to sell these and you can get maybe at your local store as well or ask about them. Uh the name I mean we we got 10 here so we don't have that many. We're down, you know, we've sold several so far. 
So if you want if you want the package, I mean, give us a call or even just look at your local retailer and see if they've got them involved. And guys, seriously, we can't say this enough. This is an outstanding pack of cigars. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And Dan, like I'm not worthy to smoke these cigars. So so if somebody were to call you, what is this pack of cigars running? Yeah, we're selling it for 170 right now. Wow. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I mean, it's, gosh, I, I have no idea what the MSRP. I was starting to add it up when Nick gave me a heads up about being on the call, but uh, I, I don't. I mean, well, certainly, you know, 200 to 50, 225. I mean, I don't know what the number would be, but it's it's going to be very high. I mean, for example, um, you know, in my package, I've got an Opus X. Did you have the Destino? Yeah, 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 yeah. and then. Uh, and then, um, the, uh, I mean, that fine and rare right there is 25 to 26 bucks. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, look, this just, this is a representation from the major manufacturers in the industry and it just shows their unwavering support for CRA, their commitment and for yeah. their, for the industry. And they're, I'm sure they're giving them these cigars either at a very, very discounted rate. We're in turn passing on that discount to the customers because we just want people to experience this. This is something that um, you can really have 10 celebratory cigars in there. Every single one of those, I think, qualifies as a celebratory cigar. Yeah. Uh, it's going to give you a chance to uh, explore your horizons, and they're not all the same. Like, at times yeah. you get a pack where you'll get the Maduro pack, you yeah. get the Bono pack, you get the Connecticut pack. Every one of these is a cigar that if I pulled out of my humidor, I'd feel guilty smoking it. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but I'm Nick knows I'm like that. You are a cheap smoker. Yes, I will. Yes, I I am. <laughs> and but I mean, these are outstanding. Yeah, you got the hall. You got the um, Andalusian Bull by LFD. You know, 2016 Cigar of the Year number one, numero uno. Um, there's a lot of Diamond Crown. I mean, I mean um, the Padrone. I mean that's that's a special cigar. Oh yeah, extremely special. Yeah. So and uh, so you know nobody's going to put in their. Uh, everybody wants to be well represented here, and I mean you don't want to go down this list and see. Oh, okay, that one's not very good. That one's yeah. not very good. You can't do that with no. this. You don't want to be the dud. Pack. You don't want to be the dud in the pack. Exactly. Yeah. So the runt in the litter, so to speak. Speaking of the pack, Dan. I have. Oh my uh, God, Nick opened one. I have opened. I didn't this. know we were actually oh, going to wow. open one. Yeah. Wow, this yeah. is. Oh, so I've, I've opened the seal on this bag. I don't know. And, I don't uh, think Dan knew you were going to do that. We we said we were going to be smoking out of the pack. <laughs> I thought we were pretending. No, Did you actually opened one of these. Yes. Well, I guess we have to now. That's how this was going to roll, Jeff. I'll tell you what. This is really, really hard and difficult to figure out which one. That's why I had you go first. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I guess I shouldn't open um, mine. No. <laughs> Oops. We're, we're splitting the pack. Oops. I thought we were just taking one out of each. No. <laughs> I was way off. Way off. Way off. You know, I have not had a diamond crowned in a long time. Okay. And I'm going to go with uh, the diamond crown. Our friends from uh, J.C. Newman there. So, there okay, go. Jeff. And by the way, that's where we got the pack from. Um, oh really? We uh, we got the pack from uh, uh, Jake and JC Newman, and uh, we thank them for uh, sending us these to us. Fantastic. Okay, you ready, Dan? You're going to be the uh, judge here. All right. So rock, <laughs> paper, scissors. Okay, you ready? So like one, two, three, and then go. One, okay. two. I'd go on three. Sure, whatever. Okay. All right. On two, three. 
Three. Okay. All right. So ready? Yeah. Oh no! After three. Yes. Or on three. Whatever. Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. Ready? One. One. Two. two three. three. Damn! Scissors cuts paper. Oh, as, yeah. I, as I recall victory. from elementary school. Yes. Jeff always does rock. He always <laughs> v, does rock. B for victory. And I knew he always it's does because of rock. my arthritis. Well, yeah, and you always do rock, so I I went with the paper, and uh, well, <laughs> and it's hard for me to unclean. And it the looks fist. like there's been no VAR, so there, this will not go to video. No, 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 no. Nope. Uh, nope. I think it's a clear. It's, it is a yep, nope, clear is, and decisive victory decisive on my part. Victory for Jeff. Sucks to be you, nerd. It does. So now Jeff gets to pick what cigar he's going to be smoking oh, out man. of the sampler. How are you going to make a decision? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I almost joking. got I almost got like locked up into gridlock. You I, know, know, I mean, right? just like frozen, frozen. Again, up. I was happy to give you the first pick, so I didn't have to do it. And I'm actually kind of happy that I lost because now that's two more options off the table for me. I hate to say this, Nick. I'm going to defer. No, you're not. No, you're not. You can't do that. You D- won. Double you boot, won. baby. Fair and square. It's all you. No. I deferred. All right. All right. Okay. It well, is darn hard to make a decision. It is. It? Oh my gosh! What do I do? I'm Padrone. Okay. <laughs> I had a feeling. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. The I have a feeling. That's a song, isn't it? All right. I mean, <laughs> I got a feeling. It was just. It was one of those ones where it was just. He was there and it was staring at me, and I had to. You would have probably regretted that decision for the rest of your life if you had not probably tried that one. This is it. This is a defining moment of my life. You're right. You and look what? at the look at the position of where that one is. Oh, dead center. Dead center. Dead center. Fifty yard. You know line. why? Because it's it's the highlight. It's the one. I don't okay, know. Guys. But it's the. I don't know about that. Line. But it, you go for it. Okay, you guys get to guess what I picked because you weren't watching. That is correct. I was not watching. What do you think I picked? Opus. Nope. Um, Although it was a hard choice not to. I know you're a Connecticut guy, and I, I don't think this is the one you picked, but. I would think that you'd be looking at that Jaime Garcia, Connecticut. But I did look at the Jamie, but <laughs> but you went and got the I don't know Tarawahi. Fine and rare. Fine oh, he went for the rare. Fine and rare. Look at Jeff with the ten tobacco choice there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, so, I, you sold me on it when you were talking about it. So, okay, so it's time for all of us to get it out of the cellophane. Okay, here you go. Right, you ready? So, yeah. Multiple cellophanes going on at once here, guys. This is just crazy. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing this we've so, ever done. So much cellophane. Oh, and they're all just packed in there. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Got it. Oh, well, fun. It's like they were extra tight. So... This is an interesting Padron right off the bat. So it's a torpedo and it's it's round. Look at that. Yeah. That's a round Padron. Interesting. I don't know if I've ever had a round Padron. They're always like kind of soft box press. Interesting. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. This fine and rare smells outstanding. <laughs> oh. Well, I tell you, uh, just quickly, we got this guy that comes in, a great, great, great customer, and a world-class guy, and a great uh, dedicated cigar smoker. And he decided that dollar cost averaging, yep. $10 an hour, or two or, or uh, uh, actually less than about $8 an hour, 
he can smoke a fine and rare all the time. So he sits in here for about three hours. He pulls one of those things up. It's twenty five dollars, eight dollars and something cents an hour. Instead of having three uh, eight dollars cigars, Instead he has three robustos or whatever. He says he's going to stay these. here for a three hour ball game, and he's going to pick one of those up, and and he's he's good to go. And he spend the kind of money that he would spend on wow. on ten. Um, rubu- I've never. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know me. Yeah. You. I mean, and and I buy a lot of cigars here, and you know I'm not absolutely. I'm not an expensive cigar well, guy. This is really rare for me. It's well, fine and rare. Well, fine and rare. And Jeff, I hear you all. You know, with me being the uh, owner of the shop, I've had one of those in my life, in my I, entire adult life. We've all heard Dave Garofalo on, uh, you know, the Cigar Authority. The most expensive cigar is a cigar store owner that you smoke is when you take off your own shelf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I've I've never I've only had one. Uh, there was a guy that did a lot of work for us around here, and I just said, "Hey, let's just sit down and have one of these things." And, and we just oohed and odd over the thing the whole time for about two and a half, three hours. Yeah, you sold me on the tin tobaccos. So all right, well, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to us by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company, where guys, for a very limited time, because these things are flying, you can get your own CRA cigar pack. You just got to either stop in or give Dan a call because he's got these and you're going to want these. Or find somewhere locally that that's well, also that, has them. But we Dan's a nice guy and he's promoting brick and mortars in general. But the thing is, he's paying us for this spot. So I'm going to tell you to give Dan a call at Riverman <laughs> Cigar Company. <laughs> and we'll answer the phone. <laughs> and you can hang out in the lounge or out front on the 1,500 square foot uh, covered patio. It has been a little muggy here in St. Louis lately. but A you little? Know, Okay, it's been really muggy. It's been but moist. Today hasn't been horrible. It no. was warm, but it wasn't super humid today. So, you know, the point is, you can come out, you can have your cigar either inside or outside, depending upon your preference. Sit down, chill out, hang out with Dan and Jane and Cindy and have a wonderful time and uh, support a brick and mortar. And again, as Dan points out, if you do not have a brick and mortar in your area, or if you have a brick and mortar in your area, I should say, Dan would like you to support your local brick and mortar. But if you don't have a brick and mortar in your area and you would like to support a brick and mortar over the online guys, Dan can be your brick and mortar. Just give him a call at Riverman Cigar Company and he will get a box of cigars sent to you right away. He will hook you the bleep up. There you go. Amen, Bishop. So without any further ado, it's time that we go ahead and cut our cigars. That was impressive. That was a good cut. See, I couldn't make any noise because I don't oh somebody doesn't have his little calibri v cut actually you know what it's, it's out, out in the it's car out in the fj it is it is out yeah, i've got car. my fj cruiser tonight you know here was the one flaw in my plan uh-oh it's a torpedo yeah you're gonna and jank you know that all me, the hell you know me and torpedoes i either cut too little dan don't let cut, him cut that cigar or I cut too much don't let him do it. No, i would usually i'm gonna i'm gonna try oh God, the slant wow. no oh, I do this a, is oh this is so bad i'm try the slant and i go Less and then if I have to recut it, I yes, recut yeah, it, and that's what I'm trying here. Less so. is more, baby. Ah, there we go. Jank it? No, I don't think so. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I was. I <laughs> that was on, would have been a sin. I know. The well, pre- I was on pins and needles. Pressure's so on. The pressure really was on. The draw is immaculate. I don't know if you guys have um, done this before, but I just kind of naturally fell into this. I will take a full straight cutter like this, and I will close the aperture down if I'm if I'm not going to do one of these table cuts. Yeah, yeah. And I will just so that I can't I can't goober it up. Yeah, I can't. I can't um, go, if I go like this, and I'm, then, oh, then oh, 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 yeah. you know, yep. 
oh god what did i just do yeah i will close that aperture up to where i go down and then i just kind of clip off the top and i've been doing that a little bit more recently and it it seems to work out nick let me uh borrow your cutter Mm. there otherwise i'm gonna have to gnaw the end off of the fine and rare which I think both of you would just beat the hell out of me. That would be appropriate this for is, Jeff, of all people. This has <laughs> really, really turned out to be a special day. My mm-hmm. God, these cigars. Mm. I mean, this might be the three best cigars smoking at the same time simultaneously on one podcast in the history of cigar podcasts. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. it's very true. It actually, I mean, well, think about it. I mean, it really no, could no, be the, the best three cigars ever, um, you know, Smoked in unison. Yeah. Yep. yep. What are we smoking today? The number four X Y Z. I mean, this is. Uh, yeah, this isn't three of the same. We're we went we went all out in every direction. Well, it's go big or go home. You know. Yeah. So it's got that slight earthy component, the cocoa component, the padron. I should say mm-hmm. the padron. Uh, now, which one is it? What did you say this was, Dan? It's a padron black. Yeah, one hundred. Okay. And, number uh, 100 and oh it's it's just delightful on the cold yeah. draw is it really it's just delightful mm-hmm. on the cold draw well that is a you know padrone's a little more fuller body and yeah this is like a mix and it's probably the tin tobaccos this is like a mix of a bowl of like dried fruit like like cherries um you know d- different berries and things like that it it's it's like a little cornucopia of fruit flavors now my diamond crown which i I, uh, in all honesty here, lit up, so excited I lit it up before I actually did the cold draw. But I could just tell it's, you know, as far as notes go, I mean, it's just smooth, elegant, uh, creamy, maybe vanilla. Yeah. I mean, just just a really, really uh, top-of-the-line cigar that's just a joy to smoke. I don't know if you guys saw on the Cigar Authority of maybe a month ago, a few weeks ago, where... Mr. Jonathan was showing people how to light the cigar. I think I talked to Nick a little bit about it. He said he was driving his car. He was, My God, I've been doing that at home, guys. Yeah. And, man, it is fantastic, especially if you get a like a really, really nice cigar and you don't want to char the outside. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like sticking your marshmallow in the fire. Some people like that. Like Jeff does. He takes roughly a 45-degree 40, <laughs> angle. As I'm sitting here, I've got the cigar in my left hand, and it's pointing uh, up and to the right. And then you take your lighter. Which, by the way, I'm using the Lotus Cyclone Number Two, which we swear by around here, and Dave does as well on a Cigar Authority. And I take that at another 45. And then Mr. Jonathan talks about lighting the top 50% of the cigar, um, and uh, above the 50 yard line is what he talks about. Yeah, yeah. And then he can rotate it in his hands. I really cannot, so I stop it, and then I rotate it again halfway, and, and I start doing it the other half, and then you bring the you put it in your mouth, you bring the flame up once, and oh, then so you're you don't lit. don't rotate the cigar around while you have it in your mouth. Well, if you, no, 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 just once up just and then it's done. real quick. So you're doing the first half like this, yeah, and then flip around the second half. And right I'll tell end. you what, you spend another, you know, 18, 19, 21 seconds on smoking your cigar that you're going to smoke for three hours, an hour Ooh, and a half, yeah. an hour and 15 minutes. Put you dedicate time well, another effort. 18, 21 seconds, you know, something like that. Yeah. And you get it burned right. Guess what? It may it, it may taste a little different. It may taste yeah. a little better. Guess what? It may actually even burn a little straighter. Well, Jeff, so, why don't you try that real quick? I'm filleting my cigar over here. This fine and rare <laughs> is one of the tastiest cold draws I've ever had. And I've been doing the cold retro. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's so good. Okay. Yeah, I don't even want to light it. 
Well, you have to. I have to. I mean, it is a cigar podcast. You well, know, you know, I'm just okay. Well, I'm gonna light with the vertigo then. Okay. So try try Dan's method there. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I don't want to scorch the end of this. Tilt that up into the uh, uh, the other way, towards the ceiling. The cigar no, towards no. the ceiling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> monkeys humping footballs yes. here, folks. It's just monkeys humping footballs. Like this? No, no, no. Like this. No. Take it. Like yeah. an X. Like an X, Jeff. Like the bottom half of an X. Two. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Like this. Yes. Yep. Oh. Top the 50-yard line. Uh, top. I just burned it right in the middle of the cigar. That's all right. I wasn't. I thought you meant to make an X with the flame in the cigar. Just <laughs> how have you lived this long? <laughs> how is natural selection not taking it, it you out? It really is. Just why? He, I can just see. <laughs> I put up with this all the time. I'm just man. enjoying my diamond crown. I yeah. mean, I really am. I don't get to smoke these very often. It's just outstanding. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Some people will get that. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Woo. Oh, my God, Jeff. What are you doing over there? <laughs> Burning my hand on this vertical wire. You're doing way too much. Okay. And then one flame up. Oh, my God. Did you manage? I did. Did you get it lit? I've also scalded myself with the vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a blister. Takes a little practice, but I, mm-hmm. I did. I did enjoy the technique. He's exhausted the big ass tank. Yes, I did. <laughs> Oddly enough, did you get it lit? I don't think I did. <laughs> but Jeff, just hit it real quick. I'll cut this. Mm. Just hit it real quick. Nope, I'm going in. Well, you don't okay, want it fine. to be not lit. Yeah, but I don't want to burn myself on this again. Here, let me okay, come, here. Let me swoop in I got a little it. bit. Oh, oh God. Well, my. Oh. Hang tight. I got it. I forgot I was tethered. I was saying you're tethered, <laughs> you're tethered to me, Dan. <laughs> here we go. Okay. Or you can go like this, Joe. Yeah, kind of. There we go. There you go. Sometimes you got to <sighs> blow the cherry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, all right. That glow. Well, now that we're lit. Do you get that? I'm going to let that glow. Okay. I thought that was funny. Well, all right. Well, now that we're lit up, what is everybody getting on your cigars? Dan, you talked about how yours is super smooth. It really, really is. I mean, it, I don't get to smoke these very often uh, because it's a celebratory cigar, sort of. But this one's, and I'll tell you what, um, Diamond Crown is just, just a top-of-the-line cigar by J.C. Newman. And it's just just one of those things that, that are, are, if you're into something smooth and creamy and elegant and it just uh, a tremendous cigar experience this i know is what i recommend i know when i saw drew newman at tpe last year and uh we were done talking and everything he uh he directed me towards the diamond crowns and was like have you had one of these you gotta have one of these it's my favorite cigar that we make you know now and and mind you that was also that would have been right before would that have been before no it would have been the american would have been out yeah, I don't think it would have been like you know prominent and everything, but but he did tell me how much he really likes the Diamond Crowns. This is a good size for me too, the number four. Yeah, it's it's a really a, a great size. And regarding the American, uh, I guess they're just coming out with the new line extension. I, think I saw a, that. Is it a double robusto? Yeah, yeah. 
I saw that. They're making making another Vitola for that, which that'll be nice. Guys, I'd hope you don't mind if I jump in. I, w- I would like you to. But this Alec Bradley fine and rare yeah. is an orgiastic feast for the senses. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to point that out. So if you just start moaning over there, we'll know that it's mm-hmm. your cigar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our- you guys might want to look away. Well, tell us about I'm the enjoying cigar. this a little Other too much if you know what I mean. Other than the fact that it's an orgiastic feast for the senses. It's it's flavorful. It's putting off a ton of smoke. Um, It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't smoke cigars like this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. Well, this, I don't smoke cigars like this, and it is so good. The Padron Black uh, 100 here is fantastic. The draw on this is amazing. The uh, smoke production is great. And, I mean, it's it's got that kind of cocoa earthy thing going on. There's some spice, though. Yeah. There's some, there's some like, peppery spice that's that's lingering in the throat a little bit. And, uh, oh, it's just, it's so good. Now, I have not done a retrohale yet. And I have a sneaking suspicion that this retrohale on the cigar is going to kick the crap out of me. Going to just, just based off, up in your nose just, and <clears throat> Based off away. entirely on the flavor of the smoking experience, I think this is going to have... I think I think this cigar is going to have its way with me mm-hmm. with with the, uh, God I don't with the watch retro hat <laughs> <laughs> again Dan is just staring at this <laughs> you know and if you want a, you know the details of the details of the oh Nick <laughs> oh, <God>. yep <clears throat> I think his head left his body for a split second I feel violated <laughs> <laughs> no it there's pepper. There's definitely oh, some spice and pepper on the retro hill, but oh, it's... I it's, saw like a flashbang out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> right? And I looked over, oh, and, and I was sweating. worried about Nick. He still was in one piece, but... I'm sweating. I'm legit. You are. I can see like, it. I'm legit sweating. You are. You're not oh, joking. Oh. oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, all right. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna do mine, and then it'll be Dan's turn. So, you ready? <laughs> I'm sure Dan has been retro hailing like a champ over there already. Uh, no comment. Do you retrohale on the regular? Yeah, he does. Oh, God, that's smooth. Well, good. Oh, that's nice. Little hint of pepper. Yeah. But, like, no lingering effect. I, God, this cigar's going to spoil me. Well, we've got a customer that has been coming in kind of chain-smoking those, and the guy that decided this is a $8 an hour cigar rather mm-hmm. than a $25 cigar. And uh, yeah, That's a it, good way to look at it. Take and, it slow, Jeff. And he... Mm-hmm. Um, um, he said it's the best cigar he's ever had in his life. Oh my God! I think that's a quote unquote. Nice. Yeah. I. Well, now, yeah. Okay. Now let's talk about the the fine and rare for a minute. You have this. Uh, I hesitate to even call it a box of them. Treasure chest. Call it whatever you want. I would say you've got this humidor up front, mm-hmm. and it's it's the most elaborate thing. But it's it's got these drawers built into this box, and within the drawers are um, fine and rare cigars. From the different years of the releases, correct? Yeah. And you've been selling those. Yeah. So we're we're on the list to get the allotment of fine and rare cigars every year to select retailers or whatever. So we've been getting them for the last two or three years, our annual release. And so this year they came up with something different, which was a box of, I think there's 20 cigars and there's 14s, 15s, 16s, maybe 25, 17 and 18 year uh, fine and rares are in there. So it is the release from 2014. So you go in there and you can actually get the 2014, the actual cigar that they've sat for five, six, wow. seven. So you're oh, talking about wow. a seven year 
old, fine, and rare. Yeah. From 2014. Yeah. So yeah, because this is a November of 19. Yeah. So, uh, wow. and they sit them for five or years or more anyway, probably the tobaccos. And uh, so, uh, you know, you hear a lot of stories about some of these uh, uh, cigar uh, blenders, and they talk about they can only get their hands on a limited amount of tobacco, and they set it aside. So when you're doing a minimal, uh, a limited release, you can grab some of that tobacco that just knocks your socks off. And mm-hmm. I think what that's what they do, they set it aside throughout the years and say, okay, this is going into the into the fine and rare. Mm. And you have been doing a contest for people that purchase the cigars, correct? That's right. They're getting a ticket if they buy a cigar, and then we're going to raffle off. Raffle off mean we're going to pull a ticket out of the hat. Yeah. And whoever, um, uh, every time whoever buys a cigar, you get a ticket. And meaning we'll, one of their fine and rares out of that box. Yeah. Meaning Not one of those. Like, can't come in and just a buy humidor. like. Can't come in and just uh, buy like any old ish? cigar. Yeah. I mean, it's a cabinet. I mean, I guess you yeah. could put some Bavita packs in there. I don't know how sealed it would be, but it looks like a humidor. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. With the trays and stuff. And then, uh, and you also get a, uh, uh, like a pocket humidor, um, uh, like a three finger, four finger okay. kind of a thing Ooh. that's that's also in there, uh, and uh, yeah, somebody will walk home with that uh, whenever we get them all smoked down. And I guess we're about halfway through smoking the twenty or twenty five cigars. Okay, so um, I'm going to say this: I'm going to come in and get a couple, I, but because of our association with, I don't want my name in the hat for that. I want I want one of your listeners or one of our listeners, one of your customers to win that. So. But I'm going to uh, come back in and get a couple of these because I gotta have these in my humidor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If I if I hadn't tried it, I wish I hadn't tried it because I would I wouldn't know what I'm missing. I'm gonna have to get a grab a couple. I, th- I think we would need a milk bucket to fill up all the salivation that would go on if we went through all these cigars in one setting. I mean, they're we're oh, just salivating. Got, hey, we got nothing but time. <laughs> I was going to say, here we go, guys. It's the marathon episode. There's only the, seven the, more to the go. Three I mean, of us are going to chain smoke ten cigars. Well, let me <laughs> let me call my brother and tell him I'll see him about uh, before sunrise. We're going to pass around the tenth with like a doobie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it also kind of underscores the point of. If you're a cigar smoker, every once in a while, once a year, once every six months, once every 10 years, I mean, get yourself a really, really good, walk into your cigar shop and say, hey, I want a really, really good totally. cigar. I mean, $20, $18, $15, whatever. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to shoot the moon, you know, but, you know, do yourself. I don't think it spoils you. It just, it just like lets you know that, hey, in the cigar world, you can get one of the best cigars in the world for really not a lot of dollars when you come right down to it. This cigar, this cigar has spoiled me, Dan. I'm I'm admitting that freely to everyone listening. <laughs> I think they are spoiled. They, maybe they aren't. Maybe they shouldn't be called celebrity or celebratory cigars anymore. Maybe they should be called spoiler cigars. Yeah, this is a spoiler. Well, he's a good stick. It is. I, I'm I'm loving this Padron, and I mean, and look, you know. Padron is one of those brands that you really can't ever go wrong no, with. No, you can't. I mean, even the Thousand Series, which is the most affordable cigars that they put out, you know, and everything. I mean, those are fantastic cigars. And I always bring this up when we talk about Padron. There was the one customer, um, Hal. Remember Hal? Yes. Over at, oh, at, I remember Hal. God, God rest his soul. Hal Loved over Hal. at the Hill Cigar Company. And uh, he uh, he was he was a frequent customer over there and i met him at an event that they did for um southern draw and it was funny because like i'm talking to him for the first time and 
you know, we're just kind of hanging out. It's what you do in the cigar lounge. You just meet somebody and start talking and everything, yep. right? And um, he admitted to me, and I and I don't think I've ever said this. He admitted to me that that he's maybe not the biggest fan of those cigars. I mean, he he said, "Look, they're all right." Uh, he said, "But I'm here to support them because it's important for." Everybody to come out and support these events at the shop so that we can, that. so that we can continue to have these kind of events. Very, um, very nice. And, very and nice. He, he bought quite a bit of Southern Draws and he was smoking them. And he said, "Look, they're good cigars." And I said, "So, what's your favorite cigar?" And he said, "Padron." He said, "I remember that." Didn't, didn't hesitate. Yep. And he said, "I've been asked before." He's like, "If I've ever been told that I can only smoke one one cigar for the rest of my life, and and he's like, I can have as many of them as I want, but I can only smoke that one cigar." He's like, without hesitation, and I, I will freely admit I forgot the exact Padron. It was one of the 1,000 series. I'm wanting to say it was the four or 5,000. And uh, he's just like in the Maduro, and he said, I would smoke that without hesitation for the rest of my life. He says, it's the best cigar, best construction, best everything you could imagine. And um, God rest his soul, he, he passed away on a trip. He was heading down to... Uh, believe it was honduras or nicaragua cigar related he was heading down to go see one of the farms down in either honduras or nicaragua what a way to go and he unfortunately passed away in the houston airport and Mm. um uh but he was super great super nice man and so every time i light up a padrone how comes to mind yep and it's just one of those things so well i seen um how would have loved this cigar is what i'm getting at wow Wow. So I seen George Padron down at a shop down in Texas that I used to frequent and the shop owner had, had asked him multiple times to come and finally he came on down and uh, he uh, came on down and, uh, and visited the shop and I saw him down in, uh, in Houston and I walked up to him and I said, hey, look, I, I run across a, a fair bit of uh, uh, folks, myself really included at times that just don't want to spend a whole lot of money on cigars. But they hear about Padron, and maybe it's out of reach for them and things like that. And I said, what what cigar do you recommend? And I was at this humidor that might have had 3,000 cigars in it. I mean, a Houston, Texas store. Mm-hmm. Very popular, famous down there. And uh, we walked back in the humidor, and he goes, that number 6,000 Padron Series cigar is the best cigar in this entire humidor. And he goes, and it was, this is several years back, but it was, I don't know, $7 or something like that. I was going to say, the 1,000 series and, are not expensive cigars. And uh, I think that's the Torpedo one. He goes, that is, he goes, I'll put that up against any cigar in this whole thing. And I said, George, which cigar do you smoke? He smokes, I smoked the 1964 Exclusivo. <laughs> so the best cigar in the place yeah. was, per, per George, was the Padron 6,000 series. And which one do you smoke? The 1964 Exclusivo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's my Padron story. Nice, nice. Well, so speaking... I don't have an Alec Bradley story to go with my cigar. Okay. Well, speaking of (laughs) meeting people at cigar lounges, so I visited a uh, a cigar lounge uh, in our area yesterday. Um, It was the second time I've been in there, but it was the first time I'd actually stayed and had a cigar there. It's uh, uh, AP Cigars up uh, up in the Alton area. And super nice people there. They were very inviting. But I heard a really funny, funny, it was a story that made me think, Jeff has to hear this story. And so I wanted to relay this to you, Jeff. So there's a gentleman there, and I'm going to I'm gonna leave him nameless to protect the, uh, the innocent here. Okay. Um, he was a super nice guy, but, you know, 
it, it was it was what four guys sitting around plus me. So it was five five guys sitting around. Okay, so needless to say, the conversation was a little blue. And you'll have that. The gentleman that I'm referring to, I, when he introduced himself to me, one of the other gentlemen said, "Yeah, he's he's going to tell you a lot of stories about dicks." <laughs> and God, sure what? enough, sure enough, he did. He had, like every one of his stories had something to do with a dick. But um, anyway, sorry, Dan. So <laughs> so he's telling me. Somehow or another, he gets on the subject and he goes, you know, after my second divorce, he said, I decided to trick out my house. It's not where I thought you were going with that, but okay. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> I no, decided no. to try. Anyway. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just staying quiet over here. <laughs> and he goes, I decided to trick out my house. He said he put, I don't know when this was, but he put mirrors on the ceiling and he bought the biggest waterbed. And... He said that he met this gal that he knew from high school, and they hit it off, and they were, you know, hanging out and at the bar and drinking and whatnot. Well, things went back to his place, and you know how things go when they go back to, you know, the place and everything. And so uh, they go. You're talking back, about the sex. They go back to the waterbed, and uh, <laughs> he said, and he's describing how this is going on the waterbed. Now, all I'm sitting there thinking is. How in the hell do you do that on a waterbed without just flailing all over the place? There's no sense of, like, stability whatsoever. (laughs) But this is where things got weird, Jeff. This is where things got weird. Oh, it's not weird up to now. Apparently, his waterbed was clear, and he had put 75 goldfish in the water in the waterbed. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like that. And he said that it was... The biggest aphrodisiac for this woman that she's laying there naked and she's watching all these fish just swim around her. And I'm just like, you know, that's unusual to me. I don't know what to make of that. Never, never heard of that before, but it, you know, no. kind of no. makes sense on paper, you know. No, but, but the pro- okay, can I throw out? You know me. I think of the problems throw, down the throw road. Throw things out. At some point, you're going to clean that out unless you got enough sucker fish in there to eat all the well, poop. Well, see, now, okay, therein lies exactly where I was going to go with this is, why does it have to be goldfish? Why can't you put other, why can't you make it a full-on aquarium? Oh what if you God. get, like, a starfish to sit along the side? No. You no, know? Piranha. No. That would freak no. you the hell out. What you want, you don't want to get bit through Well, that's the what thing. I'm saying. Yeah, you should lay like, in there in a pool of piranha. See, I was thinking piranha, too. But yeah. see, here's the thing. They got those little sharks, those little, little ones that you can pet like you see at the zoo. You could put some of the sharks in there, and technically they're safe, but like you're still like having sex on top of a bed full of sharks. How are they keeping the aerated and things like so that you just don't have a bunch of dead goldfish floating to the top? Or I mean, was this a situation where maybe the that's gold- why you bought goldfish is because they're cheap? And they were a one and out. Yeah, it's yeah. a one and out. You know, when they start dying <laughs> off, you just replace them with more. You know, but like so I don't they know. were just there for a one night stand. How do the you goldfish? get them out of there when they die? I mean, I, I there's got to be some sort of a way to but access the drain inside. the whole thing. I mean, you know, you're reaching in there with that little net, the little net, exactly. Trying to pull Skippy the fish out while yeah. all of his fresh friends are like, "Oh God, we've seen things," you know. Well, like I, I mean, say, sometimes you got to drain the waterbed to get to the goldfish. <laughs> you know, they've said that for years. Gotta hope that you gotta you gotta make a clip of that for the show. <laughs> you gotta but drain see, the waterbed to we'll see, see the goldfish. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I see, and I'm sitting here thinking about like if you had a starfish and it was stuck to the side, Lil, what kind of other starfish? Well, is that's this the other thing, thing. you see, can't you know? put it's a like... shark or a catfish, anything with a fin that's going to poke through. No, 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 no. It's just it's it's it was it was bizarre. Let's put it that way. It was a bizarre story, 
And it was one that I just felt the need to share with you. You think Jeff. she's like a squirter, but you realize you've got a hole in the bed. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and Dan's and looking on disapprovingly. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Sorry, Dan. No worries. <laughs> After a uh, hundred and some odd episodes, I kind of got used to this stuff, fellas. Oh no, god. that one rocked me. Even I, I didn't, I didn't see. That didn't see that coming. I didn't see that one specifically coming at me. <laughs> and that's what she said. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Well, you know what? It's uh it is a two. You know what episode. I could do? What? Okay, my version of that could just be where I flex seal like a window into my boat and then take the girls out into the pond. I- <laughs> God. Well, oh, you get that rubber that that spray on seal from I'm the saying, commercial. The flex, the flex seal. seal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think that one went too far for Dan. How about we do some Ask the Boys? Let's do it. This hasn't been wretched <laughs> enough. Let's do some Ask the Boys. Okay. <laughs> do not let me crimp your style, guys. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's in question. You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Not- ask me about my wiener. Oh, you did the you wiener question. Of Dan. You asked the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. You did the so, wiener so, in front of Dan. So it's time for Ask the Boys, guys. <laughs> and uh, we need your questions, so make sure you get your questions into the Cigar Pulpit Hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And uh, we have a couple questions here, and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get this thing rolling. Hey, guys. It's Noah, Mr. Z49 on Instagram. I am calling because I am currently celebrating my birthday. It is Tuesday, June 1st, and I am celebrating my birthday by, of course, listening to the latest episode of The Cigar Pulpit. I'm sorry. Happy birthday. A 1926 Padron Maduro. Hey. Wow. Speaking of Padron. So my question is, when is y'all's birthday? How old will you be turning, and what do you plan on doing slash, more importantly, smoking? Look forward to your answers. Talk to you later. Bye. God, I think he wants our social security number, Dex, so he can take out a credit card. It's true. <laughs> mine's, <laughs> mine's February 29th, and I'm 13. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> My birthday's at the end of November, and I will be turning 40 this year. God, you're old. I know. I know. And as for what I'm doing in smoking... That's a really good question. Yeah. It's a it's a ways out. I I can't necessarily answer that, but uh, I know I will be smoking something good that day. Mine's actually August twenty first, and Look I was born you. in nineteen sixty nine. Which, by the way, my favorite number. And Dan, birthday? Well, I am uh, September 29th, uh, nineteen sixty. So I'm going on sixty one uh, at the end of this summer. And you're put together better than either one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad this is radio versus TV, you know. <laughs> so are we. So are we. <laughs> and so are the listeners. Yeah. Especially when Jeff's sitting out on the deck in his boxers and Lefty slips out. Here's the deal. Actually, I'm commando tonight, so you never oh, know. Oh, dear God. So who would watch us? I mean, think about that. People do listen to us. God love them for it. But who would actually watch us? Noah was listening to us on his birthday. I know. Happy birthday, bro. Yeah, happy birthday, Noah. Happy birthday. Yeah. I you know, know who he sounds a lot like. Well, no, I don't. But we'll 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 just let that be. So, here is our uh, our next call. Yeah, your old pal, Jerry Plasky here. Jerry Plasky. Yeah, 
Hey, a follow-up to some of the topics you had talked about uh, last week. I did not know that uh, farting and orgasming were a separate thing. Uh, <laughs> for a he takes a lot of laxatives just for that purpose. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, um, to talk to, to y'all, I had a question. Um, we hear about uh, Mr. Gator's uh, ex-wife quite a bit there. Uh, but we never really hear Mr. Miller talk about his current wife. I just want to know what the story is there. Uh, excuse me, Jerry Plasky. You can be a little blunt, as it turns out. I don't mean to pry too much. I just want to know, uh, is she not a listener? Is she a listener? Uh, just inquiring minds who want to know, as it turns out. And also, the cities I named in Wyoming, without Google, were uh, Cody, Wyoming there, and uh, Cheyenne. And oh, then Cheyenne. my friend there came up with the Jackson Hole, and that was the three that we could get. So, anywho, look forward to your answers. Big fan as always, Jerry Plasky out. Forgot about Cheyenne. Speaking I think of we Jackson did. Hole, I want you to know a girl named Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been to Laramie and uh, Never been. Had, had a good friend from Grable. Uh, have a good friend from Grable, Wyoming. Look at that. couple more uh, towns for you there, Jerry. Population, so, maybe 1,400. Okay, so what the listeners don't know is Nick's gay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have two ex-wives. One of them I get along with, and one of them I never talk to. <laughs> so, moving right along. Yeah. So, anyway. So, yes. Moving <laughs> right along to the next question here. Hey, Jerry, please. Hey, it's Jerry again. I don't mean to hijack uh, your segment there, but I just simply had to put my hat in the race for the have uh, Mr. Gator live at your house contest. <laughs> now, Mr. Gator, you uh, are more than welcome to stay at my place. I have ample room on account of Mr. Blasky here being in the doghouse, as it were. It is a self-imposed doghouse and a literal doghouse. As uh, I got uh, real hairy on a full moon and uh, terrorized the near village, as it turns out. So Jerry Blasky is in the doghouse, which leaves the rest of the house uh, for you. And free uh, room and board and meals are included. I just asked for uh, some white housekeeping. And to uh, facilitate some of my side projects, uh, namely the cockfighting, uh, not of the rooster variety. I'll bring my cock. And also, uh, if you don't mind, a uh, side project I'm working on currently, it is uh, a small but growing number of caged gypsy travelers I have. <laughs> uh, they are there in the world, and so you will have to uh, swap out their feeding dishes. I think you're more than capable. So, if you uh, want to live with old Jerry Polanski here, come on board. But as the the Latin-speaking folks say, uh, jalapenos in corn, as it turns out. Okay. So, did Jerry just admit that he's a werewolf? Because that was my takeaway. And that he's got gypsy travelers caged up in yeah. his house. Now, I'm going to bring my cock with me, but it's, you know, the bee of chicken. Well, he... He but then it. he went on to say it had nothing to do with the rooster variety. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that's a dedicated listener. Guys. I don't know if I want to get I, into I, it. I know. Does he live anywhere close to Noah? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Um, I hope the gypsies are okay. 
Well, I mean, if you go stay with Jerry, then uh, you can find out. Which, by the way, guys, we are doing the Where in the World is Gator Staying I'm Tonight contest. I'm not staying at people's houses. <laughs> so you go over to the Cigar Pulpit uh, Parishioners page on Facebook, and you can put in your entries on the Parishioners page. And all you got to do, I mean, basically, we're just doing this contest, and you just got to put it out Could- there. You know, maybe a picture or if you want to call the hotline and give a description of where Gator's going to be staying. And, you know, when this is all said and done, as long as it's within a, like, eh, five to six hour driving radius from St. Louis. I'm not driving um, six hours. You know, he will come and crash at your place for How the about weekend. This? And you can have the full Gator experience. Oh, hold on. How about this? Can we modify the contest? Nah, I'll listen to your suggestion, but I will take it under advisement. What if we let cigar owners let me stay in their lounge overnight? Well, now nobody's going to do that. Dan won't even let you do that. <laughs> well, sure. I've tried many times. He, know, he knows what's going to happen. I mean, he's not going to have inventory the next morning. Oh, all the fine and rare labels will just be laid everywhere. And your sink is going to be destroyed. If I can get up in it, yes. <laughs> I like to be fresh. <laughs> we do have a mop room. <laughs> it's got a slop sink. There, you, I'm all in. Yeah, that's even Literally, better for you. My butt would be all in. All right. Next question here. Hey, guys. It's Adam here. Long-time caller, first-time listener. <laughs> Just driving home from work, and I was thinking of something that I figured I'd ask. Uh-oh. If you could be top, like, 10 out of 10 smoke show, but you only had, they only had, like, uh, three different jobs you could pick from. One, number one being prostitute. But- number two, porn star. Or number three... Crack whore that sucks dick for drugs. What? Which one would you pick? <laughs> now, just remember, you are like Sorry, a Dan. drop dead ten out of ten. And I know you guys are probably going to say porn star, but it's only anal porn. Oh. Let me know what you guys think. Have a good day. You know we talk to you later. Our listeners we have a high have quality gone, listenership. They've gone in a direction. <laughs> really, you you have curated this vast group of listeners. Uh, I that is Jeff. just. I don't know if we should be, like, pumped about this. I blame Jeff. <laughs> Why well, um, those are only three choices? I mean, you're a 10 out of 10, Jeff. You're going to be a prostitute, an anal porn star, or a crack whore sucking dick. <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's a Three choice. sides of the same coin. Yes. <laughs> I mean... It's like one of those three-sided dice in the Dungeons & Dragons. I, You know, the thing about... There's no such thing as a three-sided dice. <laughs> no, no such, such thing, thing as a three-sided coin either. There's a four. I know, I know, but there's a four-sided dice. But anyway, it's a pyramid. It is a pyramid. Um, did you play a lot of D and D back in college? No, I didn't. No, but the guys. No, I'm the guys at our fraternity. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons so bad. And Nick actually bought me the starter set. I did for Christmas. He did. Because, and we because have not you talk played. about it so much. And yet I want to play Dungeons & Dragons in the worst way. I don't know why. But I, I'm not going to be the Dungeon Master because I'm not going to put in the man hours. But we got to find somebody to run a board for us. That must be online now, right? You must be able to play that online with, with anonymous know. players and stuff you know, like that? I would that? think there's probably some sort of a Zoom option for that. You know, I mean... At college in the 80s, I remember people really getting into that. Yeah. I never did, but I, I remember <clears> there We played a- it back in high school. Yeah, okay. We also got into this thing called, like, Warhammer. And that was the biggest scam on the planet, because you had to buy all these little, like, metal... Miniatures, yes. yeah. And then you'd paint them up, and you'd make your armies and all that. Well, the problem is, like, for everything, you needed three of the whatever 
but you'd get two in a pack. Yep. So then you had to buy and another you, pack. And the packs are super expensive. Yes. Yeah. I bought like eight pieces. And I'm like, this is redonkulous. And I gave up. And then you got to paint that stuff. Yeah. It, oh, it was a whole ridiculous. thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I don't want to. I mean, I just want to open up the board game like Axis and Allies and play and put it away. And then, you know, I don't want to have to take hours of meticulous painting on little miniatures. You've deflected well. I do. That's what I do. Thanks, thanks for pointing it out. We were just going to transition away. I, you know, <sighs> there's no right answer here. I mean, at least if you're a porn star, you know, it's it's in a controlled environment. Is it to some degree? Is it? I've watched Life After Porn. Oh, God. It's not pretty. Anyway, yeah, we're just going to move on. I'm just going to I'm just going to leave that <laughs> I, one. I think that's a good answer. Dan, you yeah. notice, you notice how I had taken us completely away from it and he brought us well, back. Well, you know what? Just Adam, to make it janky. Adam took the time to call in and inquire. Well, it was well thought out question It too. was. I mean, he It was a question. A lot of it, a lot of detail. It was a question. A lot of detail. A lot of detail. Oh yeah, too much detail. <laughs> a lot of Some detail. might say. I mean, we do invite it, you know. Questions can be do about we, anything. Do we invite that? I mean, questions can be about anything. I mean, Maybe, maybe, maybe was, some parameters in the I future. Mean, you know, just, just maybe, you know, just say, hey, look, do you want your voice on a podcast going out to everybody in the world potentially, you know, asking, but hey, whatever, you know. From this point going forward, there <laughs> may be, you do you, you know. From this point going forward, there may be something called the Adam Rule, where now they ask the boys <laughs> the has a, a qualification. We, we have a, we have or, a, we have a veto option. <laughs> right. And, and everybody's like, like, uh, 14 years from now, people will say, well, I'm going to institute the Adam Rule. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we'll do is anytime the Adam Rule is instituted, with this is a thing, I think we've come to an agreement I, I here. Think so. I think so. As a suggestion. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should call Husto and see if he's on board with it, but we'll just assume he is. I'm going to assume that both This Nick, is the JRE Tobacco Gervais, Aladino Mobile I will Studios. Say, I can guarantee you that. I will yeah. say Gervais is I can probably... you that. I will say Gervais is probably all in on making <laughs> us answer it, but, true. but he's outnumbered, you yeah. know, at this point, four to Let one. Let him so. answer it. And yeah, I'm this, even, there you go. I like on, that. On the, on the uh, My Monthly on the episode. On My Monthly episode, we'll, we'll line up all the janky questions <laughs> and make him answer it. Uh, there we so, go. Thank, thank you for your question, Adam. <laughs> We're going to defer that to uh, Nick at My Monthly. <laughs> when we exercise the new Adam rule from here from here on... We have to use that that X sound from uh, Family Feud. Okay, <clears throat> I I will look into finding that. Yeah, but yeah. You plug so, it in right there. Feel okay. free. We'll have this to is just thinking out loud for the yes. audience. You know, yes, yes. Storyboarding, this thing, whiteboarding the, stuff. This is how things come. You know, behind I mean, the scenes. It, it, behind the scenes. This is how ideas are formulated. You know, it's it's talked <laughs> out. So, <laughs> so right. we want to thank Adam for the Adam rule. <laughs> we we do. Yes, thank you, Adam, for the Adam rule. All right, because we have now engaged it. So we. Have, <laughs> We have our last question for the day, and God, I hope it's like an actual question. <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is Aaron, one half of Ash and Grind. What's up, Aaron? I'm sitting out here smoking a mad Sup. minnow from Big Sky, catching up on the pulpit uh, Friday's episode and hearing your beck and call for people to call this line. So I figured I'd give you a shout. Love it. We, uh, we've we been doing this thing lately where we read a reader's letters from old porno mags my buddy's dad, <laughs> my buddy's dad has. <laughs> He passed away, and he left boxes and boxes of these things, so we've got a lot of them to go through. <laughs> I will say, letters it made me wonder, uh, you guys are you know a little older cats than us. We're in our 30s. Hey, you sack. <laughs> what, were, uh, what were some of the first porno mags you ever saw, and have you ever written into one? Take it easy, guys. Stay smoky. Yeah, Jeff is really excited to answer over here. National Geographic. Dear God. That was the first boobs I ever saw. That's true. Am I lying? No. no. How, how how old? Are you talking third grade or what? 
probably 12. 12. Yeah, okay. probably. I would go in, and <laughs> this is how janky it was. I would go in oh to God. the library at school and root through the uh, National Geographics and look at the, uh, you know. Tribe women? Yes. Okay. I admit that freely. Yes. Um, First boobs I ever saw. So... <laughs> God, if you don't take into account the Sears and J.C. Penney, well, catalog. And that's exactly what I was going to get to. Is back in the day when the Sunday paper would arrive, yes. you know, the, the Sears and J.C. Penney catalog, the famous and barheads. You know, I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, let's be real for for a young man, you know, finding his own. The, those those catalogs were were interesting reading. Yes, but um, in terms of actual full on naked boobs, I mean, it, it's Playboy. You know, my friend Andy, he. Uh, we were over at his mom's house and his stepdad, uh, had a stack and he knew where they were at. And so it was Andy, Matt and I, um, we were hanging out one night and his mom went to go get his pizza. And that was the 15 minute window that we had to go and scope out these playboys. And that's what we did. I grew up Uber Baptist. Okay. Yeah. And so we, that was not an option at our house because my dad did not have that to this day. I have. I think it's four hidden in the upstairs of the farmhouse. <laughs> and I can take you right to them. I don't need to be taken. And I know who's I know who's on the covers. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you studied them. I studied them well. <laughs> oh yes. my God. They've been well read. Yes. See, the other thing that you have to acknowledge, at least I have to acknowledge, is uh, trying to peek through the snow on the... Uh, unsubscribed oh, premium movie channels. Oh, my God. You know, it's like you got Cinemax going, and, and, you know, maybe the signal is just right to where you can peek through the snow, and when, it's like, I think that's a nipple. When I you was know? a kid, yeah. Channel 30 was pay-per-view at night. Oh, okay. You're not, there's no way you remember no. that, Dan. You probably weren't around St. Louis then. No, I don't Channel think so. Channel 30 had a pay-per-view thing at night, and they would go all fuzzy, and I would just sit there and wait, and every once in a while, you'd get a clear shot of a nipple. But you'd only watch it for like two or three hours straight. You wouldn't like stay up all night. No, I stayed up all night. <laughs> <laughs> there was a potential to see boobies. <laughs> I was going to say, I know Jeff. He was up all night. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> that's, fried the next day at school. Now, that's how God, much I saw like, a nipple. It's like, you know, he's up. And then finally, there's what was it? The American flag playing the yes. Star Spangled Banner yes. to kick off that day's broadcast. You'd see the eagle fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's how much technology has advanced over the years. Yeah. Now it's all right here on my phone. Pornhub. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like oh and have we ever written a letter to uh one no I can't say as I have however I do have a story about letters to penthouse of course you do no so okay so um when was this early 2000s uh some friends and I we we road tripped down to Florida all right we were in two vehicles okay. and for whatever reason we had cell phones but it was you know Early 2000s, so they were not the greatest cell phones in the world. We bought some walkie-talkies. I've done this. And we each had a walkie-talkie in the car. And so as we're driving on the highway, we're communicating with the other vehicle via walkie-talkie. And at some point during our travels, that's when this trucker came on and was like, "Uh, what are you guys talking about? And that's when we realized that the truckers were on the same frequency as our walkie-talkies, and they could hear our conversations back and forth. Oh, God. So we stopped at a truck stop for some gas and some food, and that's when we bought the paperback book, Letters to Penthouse, Volume 2 or 3. 
Boy, you even remember the volume I do. number. It, wow. Well, it was not volume one. I remember that. It was a letter. It was, and, and I remember thinking, wow, these are in volumes. But anyway, <laughs> so we bought, we bought a paperback book, a, com- a compilation of letters to Penthouse. And they so, were the little mini. Yes, yes, the I little remember, mini paperbacks. I, I remember exactly. those. Well, they yes. say people get that stuff for the for the articles. I mean, <laughs> this know, was there nothing. are some really decent articles that have popped up in Playboy. You know, believe it. Yeah, right. that's anyway, not what this was. I don't know about these days. I haven't looked at one in quite some time. But anyway, the point is, this was not that. This was graphic sexual descriptions. I never in thought this form. would happen to me. Exactly. Yeah. And so now we're driving down the highway. And the person with the book gets on the walkie-talkie and just starts reading one of these letters. Oh, no. And reads for a little while. And then about halfway through the letter, right when it's getting to the juicy part, stops. And we're just quiet for a minute or two. And that's when, over the radio, you hear, uh, what happened next? <laughs> <laughs> and the truckers were enthralled. Oh. They were enthralled with the letters to Penthouse. And it was the greatest moment. How ever. long did this go? How many hours did you do this? Is This was fun. We, we we went through a lot of letters. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Every once in a while, you get a trucker that's like, get off this line or whatever. But, like, by and large, they were. They were Everybody you know, else told them, it, shut up. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Those guys were double clutching like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way of putting it. Think of all the information people are missing by not listening to this show on a regular basis. Right. I, mean, I know, right? I mean, yeah. I always come away what I will call, I guess, uh, informed. You know, and that's the thing. <laughs> Dan is always so polite and talks about how much we're adding to the cigar industry and everything like that. And Agreed. every once in a while we do. And then there's episodes like this. Yes. <laughs> that we have him on. <laughs> that we, well, in all fairness, we added, we talked about a very important subject in the first half. And now we're getting into the cesspool of the cigar pulpit on the back end. <laughs> well, and you got to thank your listeners for that. I mean, they, they, they've really, they've really stepped up on this episode. That's true. That's yeah. true. They have yeah, done. It went, we we instituted a new Adam rule. It was the, um, the Adam rule. Human's yep. work. I'll give them. Well, that, which so. I guess is actually going to get a sound effect, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. So we, hey, shout out to Adam. Congratulations, buddy. Been, that's impressive. He's been it added is impressive. To the board, it know? was so janky that we won't even touch it. It's <laughs> the first, right? It, Actually, yeah. You know be. what's going to be really funny is when this is all said and done and I hit stop on the board, you're going to look right at me and give me the answer to that question. Because <laughs> I know you and I know you have an answer. You know why I'm not just... going to? Because I know you won't actually turn the board off. <laughs> and that'll be the little hidden <laughs> the little snippet at the end. At yeah. the end. Uh, so, yeah. okay, let's circle back real well, quick. Wait, on our... wait, wait, wait. So, okay. guys, this has been Ask the Boys. Get your questions into us. Remember the Adam rule and uh, get your questions into us. <laughs> Via the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even realize we were still doing Ask the Boys. <laughs> that's that's where it was. I know. I know. You just kept going. It really yeah. digressed a bit, didn't it? It it, it went it, up a notch. It did. You know what? I, I'm, I'm kind of kicking myself because... We had Nick because you don't listen first to the questions a little bit, but yeah. yeah, but you know, I have Trent to blame for that. Where's no, my monthly Nick when you need him? What, right, last week when we had like so-so questions. This week when we have like you know these kind of questions, Nick questions. You know, yes. yeah, when we had Gervais questions, he's not around. <laughs> you know what the boy? I'm going to hear from him. When, by we, the way, we wait, love wait, you, when, Nick. When this, when this circle co- back, when you this, just offended everyone that called in on the last call-in show. 
Because you just said so so questions. Those were good questions. They were good questions. They weren't like I guess I should say they You're weren't. Saying they these weren't are next this. level. They, these were next level. Okay. That's one way of putting it. Okay. How many questions and, um, have turned into a rule? None. None. Up to That's that. it. And, and in all fairness, we've had some very on the line janky, janky questions, yeah. but but somehow or another, having to pick what we would do as a as a ten out of ten between being a prostitute and anal porn star and a uh, crack whore sucking dicks that 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 was the line. Who yeah. Knew? Who knew? Who knew? You that, found it though, Adam. You found it. Nice job, you buddy. You felt around and you eventually found it. <laughs> Con- in the dark. Congrats, Adam. But there you go. Blind squirrel finds a nut. <sighs> I hope he's not a blind squirrel. I was going to say, be awkward. you just offended all the blind all squirrels. All the blind squirrels, us, yes. So. Anyway, so, so yeah, let's circle on to the cigars here. Exactly. We haven't touched on that. So, uh, Jeff, do you want to go first? Because I know you want to go first. This thing is so good. You're about, what, halfway? I am. And, you know, it's. I, I'm going to say this. I had a little bit of jankiness with the burn line when I first started. And I know that's because I, of me jacking up the light, that's playing around with the it. Light. Yeah. But this thing has evened out its burn line. Um, it's just a good cigar. I'm getting almost. Can you figure out what what the herb, oh uh, oh heaven seven no. herbs and spices are? No, <laughs> no. I I am not unraveling the original recipe. I, I couldn't either. I mean, most people cannot. By the way, but I'll tell you what I'm getting. Okay, so I've done a couple of retro hails while we were talking and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, and there is some pepper there, but like just sitting here not smoking the cigar, I've got almost a citrusy flavor in my mouth. From the wow. cigar. There is so much going on with this yeah. thing. And that, that's like when people say 10 tobaccos. I mean, you kind of would almost say, ah, come on now, really? But when you smoke one of those, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm with you. I hear you. Yeah. There's a lot of lot it, going on. It started off with the uh, cold draw, the cold retro. Um, I was getting that almost cornucopia of like dried dark fruits, like cherries, and yeah. maybe blueberries, cranberries, that kind of stuff. And it is it has changed into this like citrusy flavor, you know, midway. I'm, and and maybe that's just what I'm getting, but that's what I'm tasting. Well, the guys that have smoked it recently out of the box that Nick was talking about are are, are uh, like a humidor type thing. We're going to raffle off. He said that uh, it's good to the last puff. I mean, how many cigars? It, does he have a year that he prefers? Well, he 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 smoked fourteens. He, he okay, so he uh, yeah. went, he smoked down on probably the, smoked four or the five of those, and then I mean, once you touch one, I mean, you just you just want to replicate yeah. it, replicate it, yeah. replicate it, and then I think he goes from fourteen to fifteen and fifteen to sixteen. And, and, and again, I'm smoking. Are they the, different? Uh, are they different blends every year? Yeah, yeah. Okay, they'll, they'll come so, out with the fine and rare. It's a it's an annual release, Nick. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so once a year job. So what I'm saying though is that nineteen that Jeff is smoking there is different than the fourteen. Is going to be different 15. than that fourteen yep. that that your yep. customer. So in nineteen. In, in 2019, we actually just got a box of 19s. Okay. And then this is the first year where they went back and, 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 the and pulled ones. them out of the vault where they've been sitting. That 14 has been sitting there seven years. I'm not going to lie, Dan. I knew you had these, and I thought, oh, that's that's great. And yeah, whatever. yeah, whatever. But I, I need, I'm going to have to come back over and get some of these. Now, again, I'm smoking the Alec Bradley uh, Fine and Rare. It's the uh, 2019 version. Yeah. But it... This cigar makes me want to try. It comes all. with its own signed certificate, doesn't it, Jeff? Isn't yeah, there, like uh, handwritten stuff on there. Yeah, this is really, really cool. Like I said, they it. I'm guessing they did. You know, that's not embossed. They wrote in the roller date on this. Yeah, did you're really? exactly right. Yeah. Wow. This is so cool. And it was uh, weekly production. They did uh, 703 of these in a week. Is the way it reads to me, and that's like uh, probably it's got to be at least five year aged tobacco before they even start rolling it, and and um, 
or it might give you the the, the farm date of the, when the tobacco was harvested. It it does not that I see. That's what I was looking for, but. I think there's a production date, and then it sits, and then there's a release date. Is that yes. right? Yeah. yeah. There, there is the first issue. Um, there were 2,500 pieces issued on this wow. for the first issue. The roller date was in uh, November of 2018, and they let this thing rest for a year before they released it. So if there's 2,500 pieces, you're talking about – I don't know if you're talking about um, 100 boxes of 25-count cigars or what, but – Well, how many or, come in? When when you got that box in twenty nineteen, well, I think it's probably the full box. It's, it's probably a 20, 20 count box. Okay, I didn't know maybe it's was... ten. I don't really recall. Yeah, I can't remember because this year we got the 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 four. The big, five that'd be two hundred fifty boxes of ten. Yeah, that would yeah. make sense. But this this is an incredible cigar, and I know I, you have not smoked this, have you, Nick? I don't believe I have. I, well, you know what? I may have purchased one of those from Dan um, when he had them in. Um, in the box individually, and I'm trying to remember if I did or if it's actually. It if might, you smoked this, you'd it remember. Might it might still be sitting. I might have actually sat on it because I just I bought it with the intention of smoking it. And yeah, just, I'll have to go back. I'll have to I'm going to tell you right now. If you smoked it, you'd remember it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This I is mean, a great you know, cigar. Why not once a year or so just blow your socks off and and we try to have a. Uh, I mean, you know, we we sell. Um, Really, the higher dollar cigars do actually move in our in our humidor. I mean, we don't. We got uh, maybe uh, you know seven hundred different cigars, and I'd say maybe twenty or thirty of them are, are higher price type stuff. You yeah. know, celebratory type stuff. So it it does move. So I think people are all it takes is um, you know people to buy one a year or something like that, and they do they do kind of move. You know, well, yeah. and I know one of the ones that you have that we both enjoy is the uh, the Ashton ESG. Yeah, yes. for sure. Fantastic oh, yeah. cigar. For sure. Um, as for this Padron Black uh, 100, I'm probably getting close to the uh, the start of the final third. Fantastic cigar. Super smooth. Burn is immaculate. I'm smoking it slow, and so I have had to like just kind of give it a quick hit with the lighter just because um, I am smoking it so slow that it has started to like kind of go down on me a little bit, but... Um, it's it's oh it's just we're savoring at this point exactly yeah and but it's got that the chocolatey earthy tones to it it's got the pepper on the taste um i did a retro hail while you were talking and i i did my best to not cough i just had a little bit of one and uh that pepper hits you and it just stays in the sinuses for a little bit and oh it's just this is just a fantastic fantastic padrone yeah and Nick, or I'm sorry, uh, Dan, on to you. Yeah, on the J.C. Newman Diamond Crown. I mean, it just continues to be rock solid, creamy, smooth, elegant cigar. Uh, this must be some very, very high quality uh, uh, Connecticut wrapper, probably either from Connecticut Valley. Uh, not exactly sure, but it is just an outstanding, consistent smoke that I think anyone can smoke. I mean, it, you... Even if you're a uh, someone who smokes a lot of different cigars, like I do, I mean, I'm I, I love this cigar, and uh, uh, it's something I certainly will buy again and um, smoke again. And again, these come to us out of the uh, Cigar Rights for America pack that Dan yeah. has available here. And I know what what again what is the designation for the stores that have these? Well, uh, I think most of them are probably what they call the Great American uh, Smoke uh, Shop and uh, Great American Cigar Shop. And there's just a certain amount of us around the country that I think it's $200 a month to be a member, okay. your contribution. Again, they're really trying to identify and 
and smoke out, uh, no pun intended, the cigar smokers in the area. Get us listed so that, for example, if there's a problem in Phoenix with some local ordinance rule or something like that, then the retailers in Phoenix can come to CRA, get a mm-hmm. copy of not co- or, or, or be uh, identified the database. Maybe an email can go out by CRA. Boots on the bring ground. Bring everybody here. Boots yep. on the ground to pass out literature, whatever we need to do. Again, like like some of the other organizations that are really well organized, um, we're trying to get ourselves organized. So this is the uh, the boots on the ground movement, the CRA. And I would like to point out for anybody that is interested in joining CRA, you can head on over to cigarrights.org and there are all sorts of different actions you can take. You can sign petitions, you can uh, spread the word, you can donate, but then you can also become a member. And if you want to become a member of CRA, they have a they have a little uh, form here where you can go on and fill this out. Yeah, online. I know in years past, uh, Nick and Jeff, they with the purchase of this sampler, they actually allowed you one year free membership. Okay. And I have not been able to pin that down if that also applies to this year or not. It, it doesn't say it on the package because no, I no. looked. And I saw online that some of the, like last year's package, for example, did include that. So I would say if somebody does buy one of these, uh, just give CRA a call and see if they'll honor that. I don't know if they will or won't. And but if now, they don't, what are we talking? 25, 30 well, bucks? Okay, yeah. so let me get into that. So um, they have different membership terms. One year, two year, three year, four year, and lifetime. Right. If you want to do the one year... It's only twenty five bucks, and it gets you a uh, a bunch of different things. But it also gets you two limited edition cigars. Right. So you're getting Ooh. two cigars with your membership. Yeah. So right there, basically, look at it. You're buying two cigars for twenty five bucks outside of this pack. Yeah. Outside of this pack, if you want to do the two year, it's fifty dollars. Three years, seventy five. Four years, a hundred. Um, however, if you do the lifetime membership, it's five hundred dollars and you can actually do a 12-month payment plan where it's only $44 a month Okay, to do that. And that not only gets you um, the two limited edition cigars, it gets you um, a subscription to the Cigar Insider um, digital-only publication from Cigar Aficionado. It also gets you a subscription to uh, the print version of cigar aficionado so i mean you're getting you're getting all kinds of uh bang for the buck bang for the buck exactly um along with um you know that and uh it looks like also you know your money goes to support professional lobbyists fighting for your rights you get the two free limited edition cra cigars um you get the six month trial subscription to cigar insider and um you can also get the the print edition if uh it basically, if you do two years on up, you get the print subscription to Cigar Aficionado. Um, there's member-only discounts at hotels, rental cars, cigar shops, and more. Um, there's a membership card, key tag, travel humidor tag. Um, and then there's also the ability to purchase member-only merchandise. Yeah, there is that merch store. Some of you guys have seen me wear my my formal attire, which is my yeah. CRA shirt when we do an event. I know when Glenn Loop was the director, uh, he still still may be involved. I know he's involved with PCA as well. Mm-hmm. But he uh, was coming out of the White House where he was having a meeting with like OMB mm. and uh, director and had come out and he called me right outside and he was there with uh, uh, with Robbie Levine from Ashton um, and he was there with, uh, I know Rocky Patel stays involved quite a bit uh, personally in this fight. Um, you know, say what you want about activism and there's been a lot on television lately. This is our equivalent if you are a dedicated 
loyal cigar smoker. These are our this, lobbyists. This, this is it, yeah. yeah. And, and they're walking the halls of Congress nonstop, and they could tell you whether or not your representative in your local di- congressional district is signed on to um, um, save the premium cigar industry legislation or not. And there's various bills that are making their way through House all the time. And it's not just a red-blue thing. I mean, there are there are uh, uh, blue folks in Florida yep, that are yep. pro-cigar. I think when you guys met with uh, J.C. Newman, there's a, a, I don't know if it's Representative Castro or somebody down there in the Tampa area, is a very big supporter. Uh, Bobby and Eric were talking about that. Yep. So it's not necessarily intuitive who is for us and who is against us, but... Um, but I mean, it it it's it's just an industry that needs to stay around. We, we I think we've been unfairly targeted. Absolutely, we we were kind of uh, you know the guys will tell me that they were kind of you know just thinking like oh my gosh wh- why are you going to come after us? I mean we're not really doing anything wrong and and we got behind the eight ball. And we've been playing defense and and I hope someday we'll be on the offense. But right now well, there is a there is a. a uh, a reemergence of the FDA is going to be ruled in 2022 I now. Saw that that just came out recently, which is a substantial equivalence. So, like Dave Garofalo and others said, this has not gone away, guys, and yep. it has not it gone has away. Not gone and away. this is the way that we can all do our part. Yep. Well, and and Nick and I both know. You know, we. I will say this. I happen to lean, you know, conservative. I'm a libertarian, and but we've sat and smoked cigars with Democrats with. People of all different, you know, parties. Precisely. I've smoked cigars with a friend of mine that considers himself a socialist, but he's a big cigar smoker. So it does cross. Saying. It does cross lines. It does. It does. Yeah. So, well, guys, why don't we give away some cigars? So it's time for the weekly giveaway. I'm all in. And guys, you can get in on the weekly giveaway by signing up for the Cigar Pulpit newsletter over at our website at cigarpulpit.com. And uh, coming to you from our friends over at Martina Cigars, is, it is. And as long as you're on the list, you can uh, get yourself in the running for prizes. So this week's winner, all you have to do when you hear your name, you have until next Monday to email me and tell me that you're the winner and give me your shipping address. And we will uh, get those cigars sent to you as soon as we can. And, uh, you know, it's as simple as that. So this week's winner is. Dave Myers. Dave Myers. Dave Myers. Congratulations, Dave Myers. <laughs> Holy crap, that was loud. That was loud. That, that was, was really, really was loud. really loud in the headphones. Some, somebody just scored a goal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dave Myers. Dave Myers did. So, <laughs> there you so go. Dave, make sure you get that email sent to me, and we will get cigars sent to you after that. I feel like we should sing Country Road now. Yeah. Why? Dan made a you know blues reference. Well, he shoots, he scores, true. right? Yeah. That's true. Country road, take, take me home, home to the place, place I belong, West Virginia. Virginia. Okay, hold on. Let me stop you there. Why in the world do we do that at the Blues games when it talks about West Virginia and not St. Louis? I don't know the I've answer to that. I've never figured that out. But if anybody gotta that be, goes I would say, to a Blues game. There's got to be somebody that goes to Blues games that knows the history of that. In the third period, you're going to sing Country Road at the Blues game. And they're going to cut it off. And everyone in there, in mass, is going to keep singing is it. Is it every game? Yes, or is it just when we're up, up, up? Is it just when we're up uh, and we're trying to take it home and secure the Let's put the it victory. this way. The only games I go to are winners. So <laughs> I can't tell you that. But it's been at every game I've uh, been to. Well, okay. Yeah. So somebody out there, if you know the history of uh, yeah. the St. Louis Blues playing uh, it's a rich heritage. Home Country Road, you know, 
Yeah, Jeff would like. We to gave know up that. glory after the uh, after the Stanley Cup win. Yes. but we still do country road. I'm kind of happy about that. I was getting really sick and tired of hearing that song. Well, well, was it Y98 here in St. Louis that played it for like a whole day yeah, after we yeah, won? After it's we like, won, it was okay. That's twenty four hours bleeping of obnoxious. Yes. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was well. It was just recently, maybe yesterday, the two year anniversary of us winning the Stanley Cup. You know what's funny about that? I was just talking to somebody, and they were talking about how. Um, so we won the Stanley Cup in what was that, 2019? Yeah, after 50 some odd years. And yeah. and then they canceled the season in 2020 because of COVID. No, which, we won the year before. I take that back. And then Tampa actually won the year after us. They won this year. I thought they won last year. It was this year. No, because they had won when we were down uh, at the JC Newman Factory taking our tour. They were the winners then. Am I wrong did about that? Did they resume? That? I don't know. Well, when they did suspend or whatever, basically yeah. the thought was that we were the universal champions of all time. <laughs> and uh, they have since resumed. Yes. But but for a hot minute, St. Louis was like the universal champion of all time for the NHL. Okay. That's what I'm going for. Okay, fair enough. But no. I, Tam- I stepped all over Tampa, your story then. Tampa has since won the Stanley Cup. But you know. we just had, like, hold on. I think it's still going on. The Stanley Cup playoffs is going on right now. They're going on right now. For okay. 21. So, so yeah, so that means Could have been Tampa the Super won Bowl. last year. Could have been the Super Bowl that they won. Um, but they were late, Jeff. Yeah. Hold on, we were down there in November. Is that the time frame? That's not the time frame. Yeah, they had already up. won when we were down there. Oh, okay, there you go. But they had. Are you sure? In Hold the on. pandemic season, maybe. All of our listeners, the, in the list. Tampa area are okay, here win. we go. The list of Stanley Cup champions. Thank you, Wikipedia. But does it list the date? Hold on. That's the relevant thing. Hold on. Because I thought it was at least delayed. Okay, the St. Louis Blues won in 2019, as we know. We yes. beat the Boston Bruins. Yes, we did. Now, Boston. He's Tampa suck, Bay suck, Lightning. Suck it, Boston. Tampa Bay Lightning won in 2020, and they defeated the Dallas Stars. There you go. But when? That's what I'm asking you. Hold I on. feel like there was like a delay. So we were like. Well, there may have been so a we delay. Were, so we were champions longer than anybody else. Okay, I'll give you that. I'm, I'm not arguing that. I'm saying there was a Stanley Cup winner last year, and it was Tampa Bay. Okay, fine. Because they were very proud of that at the J.C. Newman factory they during our should interview. Be, and and they did really well. And then also, Tampa, you know, as much as I don't like Tom Brady, Tampa, you know, the Buccaneers. That was the big won, deal because they uh, had the, the Stanley Cup as well. And the Heisman Trophy. Or not, God, the Stanley Cup. Lombardi. And the Lombardi Trophy. Yes. Thank you. I caught myself. I, you did. Yeah. You did. Nobody wants to win the Heisman. That's like a kiss of death. What? When you win the Heisman Trophy, that like ruins your your going into the pro career for some reason. I've always heard that. Oh, okay. Especially if you're like a quarterback. I mean, those guys don't seem to um, stay with the league very long after they win that uh, Heisman. Kind of like being on the cover of uh, Madden Football, the video game. Was that a kiss of death? Yeah, is that right? If you were if you were a pro player and you ended up on the cover of the Madden, you know, NFL football game for that year, um, inevitably you got hurt. Really? Oh yeah, it was like a thing. I could I I could Google it and find out, but I'm kind of using my phone for other stuff. So you know, you could Jeff, but you're just gonna. I'm not there, going to you're sit there staring at me. But no, yeah, the the there was it was called the Madden curse. I'm down to 13%. So oh, that my kind God. Of yeah. I'm down to 1%. You know, kind of a neat story about this hockey uh, win that we had was the guy, the player, we were evidently not doing so well. We were kind of uh, so-so. We were worst in the league at the halfway point yeah, of the like season. Yeah, like in January. Yeah. And the playoffs end in June, July, and around July. And the guys went to this Jack's 
uh, I think, NYB Bar in South Philly after a game. And Gloria was played on the jukebox. And that has taken on a life of its own. Yep. And the Jacks, uh, loyal, uh, that, that, that participated in the Mummers Parade up in Philly, which is very famous. I lived in Philly for a while. Uh, they actually came down and were part, riding floats in our parade down wow. here. Were they really? And there's a long-standing relationship, and they got they got uh, T-shirts made up. Oh, so if you're awesome. ever in the Philly area and you talk about the St. Louis Blues, uh, the podcast here, you can find out that uh, that they are very strong supporters. I guess they're their number two team probably after Philly. Yeah. And so anyway, a shout-out to Jack's uh, – I think NYB bar there in South Philly. Uh, if there's awesome. any listeners right there, and I did not. That's where the whole that. Gloria thing started. I, I did just, not know that. This story. song they came out and they started winning. Like I don't know, like almost every game after that. Yeah, they went nuts. and then yeah, and, and, yep. and it propelled them into a championship after 50 years. The other thing is, my dad took me to a uh, uh, took us to an NHL game when we got our franchise in the late 60s, and I think we were like in the Stanley Cup. Two or three or four times uh, in five or six years when we first got in as an expansion team, mm. and then never got in the Stanley Cup again wow. until just 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 uh, recently. We had Scotty Bowman as a coach, and he went on to win a whole lot of uh, maybe seven Stanley Cup championships, but uh, none with us. Well, uh, and if nothing else, it was worth it to see Brett Hull drunk in public. Realistically, I was worried about him by the end because he was drunk at the beginning of the game. I've games. seen you I mean, so many places. He was just, I mean, <laughs> With his tequila hat on, right? Yeah, he yeah. annihilated. His, his, his company's uh, tequila hat was on uh, proudly displayed hey, throughout that parade. Good for him because you know what? He, yeah. He, he earned that. He was like, our man. He was our man. Yep. He was the golden boy. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, Gretzky played here for a, like part of a season. For a season. Yep. yep, yep. Tony Twist. I remember the old Tony Twist days. You remember oh, yeah. Tony Twist? I do. Kelly Chase. He was an enforcer. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'd get on the ice, and man, there were blood and teeth when they were done. <laughs> they were going at you. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Gretzky did play for the St. Louis Blues yeah. for a season. Yeah, we used, yep. we used to come home from grade school, and uh, you know during the winter it got dark around five thirty around here. I think the bus would drop us out at four o'clock, and four o one we're out in front of my house in the street playing street, street hockey. hockey. The oh. nets come out. Game I re- one. I remember we we took a. a a milk carton, and we'd carve that out, and that'd be the goalie mask. We'd have these <laughs> oh, pucks awesome. out there. My grandpa brought us home some cigar, uh, some hockey sticks like Al Arbor and stuff like that. We're out there using them in the street, you know. So, nice. Okay. So, you know, I have a story for everything. Of course you do. Of course. When we were kids, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the cast before. I but don't know. When my friends and I were kids, and this goes back to my friend Brent Shorn and Tim Jennings and the um, crew, the crew, Joel Boswell and Dave. Chris Rickenberg. It was, it was it, Dave. Now Dave was not part of this group peripherally. He was part of my group up in Marissa that I hung out with, but these were the guys I went to high school with. So now which one of these guys is the one that you almost like torched with the cherry bomb in the fire? Okay. That was our friend, Ronnie Coleman. Now he, <laughs> now Ronnie, who, who is now like, so like part of the administration at Trico high school. Where we went to school, he's he's an administer, administrator there now, and I nearly blew his hand off with a cherry bomb and an apple. But guys, you got to go back and listen to a previous cast yes, to hear that uh, one. Yes. Of course, yeah. So such a fantastic story. <laughs> I almost hurt him really he bad. Was so funny. So and I, I didn't know it would do that anyway. Yeah, I thought it would just pop and it, yeah, everybody'd go ha ha. No, that's not what happened. No, not so what you'll happened. have to go back and read how I threw a grenade at a campfire. So. <laughs> 
No. So you go back to the days when we would actually get a good hard winter around here. Yeah. And it would freeze. We have down at the farm a two and a half acre pond. Okay. At our farm. And we would go out into the woods and we would cut our own hockey sticks out of the woods. Okay. We would cut pucks and we made a bunch of them. They were just these, like we'd take a tree limb or whatever and slice it and make pucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we wouldn't wear skates because none of us had skates and we weren't going to go buy skates. But we would go out onto the ice just in our boots and, you know, wearing like our coveralls and stuff. And we would play hockey. Like just thug hockey out on the ice, you know, in in BFE down so in Southern really Illinois. So it's really an excuse just to beat the hell out of each other. Well, that's what it turned into. Okay, <clears throat> because we would, and what we'd do is we'd go out with like the snow shovels, and we would actually shovel the snow off at the top of the ice and create a rink for us to play in, and then we'd have goals on either end, and we we would just, like I said, we were just beating the hell out of each other. So I remember my friend Joel Boswell, who later in life became a U-2 pilot. Okay, oh, this guy's hardcore. He has yeah. since retired from the Air Force. Love him to death. We're faced off, and they drop the puck, and he takes his hockey stick and just hits me right in the shin <laughs> and <laughs> drops me like a sack of dirt. And it's a wonder he hadn't broke my leg. But he didn't even try to go for the puck. He just he hit just me right in the shin. For an, ex- an excuse to beat the hell out of you. Yes. Dropped love me that. and just took off with the puck and scored the goal. <laughs> and if I didn't love him so much, I would have got up and tried to beat him to death with my hockey stick. I was so mad. But it was just, you know, it's one of those things you look back on and you're like, that's funny. He'd break my leg now. I'm old and feeble. Yeah. And yeah, I would really get damaged and probably never, never return. <laughs> But we had so much fun doing that. And I remember this one time we went down on the other end of the ice and we put a we made a campfire on the ice. And I've told you about this before. Yeah. So we make a campfire on the ice and we cook whatever we brought with us to eat. And as the sun came out that day, the ice started melting. Yes. So we're walking across the ice and the people that are around like on the pond or driving the three three wheelers around or whatnot. You can actually see the entire pond moving like a waterbed. Oh, God. An earlier reference. And the whole ice is doing this, just wavy. As you're walking to as shore. As we're walking to shore, yeah. And it's a wonder <laughs> one of us didn't die. Oh, my God. Wow. Or, or many of us didn't die. But, yeah, we those were the days, man. That was so much fun back in the day. Awesome. Yeah. I just remember we had to shovel snow for, like, two or three hours off the ice in order to play for that's, like an hour. That, that's what I was <laughs> saying. You know, and you're wore out by the time you could finish shoveling snow. Exactly. We would we would shovel ourselves um, a really nice little like rink in the middle of the pond. And that was good because then if somebody did hit the puck too far or something, it would just, just jam, jam into the, the ice, ice or the snowbank snow. and stop. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Those were the days. There you go. Well, guys, I am getting really low on my Padron Black 100 here. And... Let's let's circle up on the cigars here, because uh, I don't know how much more smoke it. I'm trying to take this thing. I've got a third of mine left, and you're right. This is a very slow, very meticulous, yes, very good smoke. Again, I'm smoking the uh, 2019 Fine and Rare by Alec Bradley Cigar Company, and let me. I'm going to do the retro hill. You sure. do that. Ooh, that's good. 
Oh man, the pepper is intense on the uh, this <laughs> back half of the final third on this guy. Okay, I'm gonna do another one. Hold on. Oh my, my eyes are watering. My le- my eyes are legit watering on this. It's so good. The though. citrus I mentioned, yeah, about the halfway point. I'm actually getting that. I'm getting citrus flavors from off the of the retro hail. More nice. more pronounced. It, I wasn't getting it on the retro hail gotcha. earlier, so wow. now I'm getting that on the retro hail. I'm not. I got pepper early on. I'm not getting that at all anymore. It's this is such a complex yeah, cigar. Yeah. It would be really interesting to bring on someone from Alec Bradley to talk about the construction of that cigar, as much as they could share with yeah. the with the public. Well, but, Alec I mean, Bradley, there you you have your invitation to there, come on there, yeah. uh, Alec or, or or Bradley or even uh, Alan Rubin, um, but. How does a roll, or even the guy that's rolling it, you know, I mean, how do you put together, construct a cigar with that many tobaccos to to burn it, uniformly? Look, and to, have it make sense. And this cigar, you know? I want to point out, this cigar is in honor of David Rubin. So. His, his, uh, Alan's dad, yep. yeah, the founder of the company. And, and, and like I was saying, to have it make sense, you know, to have, have that many cigars, to have it work. that many tobaccos work together in unison to make such a complex and good cigar. This this is incredible. This is an incredible cigar. If you guys have never smoked this, seek one out. I know Dan's got them here. If you've got a local brick and mortar, go there, but yeah. seek out the cigar. If you can't find it somewhere, Dan's got Would them. Would you say it's worth the price of the pack just to be able to try that cigar? I don't know if I'm going to go that far. I mean, I would say that the combination. But I'll tell of, you, this cigar for what did you say the the twenty five twenty six dollars all would, day long. I would say the combination of that cigar with the uh, Padron Black. Oh no, I'll say that cigar pack that I'm looking at right yeah, now. Yeah, it worth every penny. Every penny. I don't know if it's worth it just for one of those sticks, but there's but the 10 thing sticks. is, you have nine more really good cigars in that pack. Yeah, yeah. Each one's better than the next. Well, I mean. Depends the order you go in, I guess. You know, if you got you know. three, if you got th- three or four buddies, and you just want to go in and do what we did here, and, yeah. and just split it up. You oh know, yeah, uh, just go round robin, picking one. I out. mean, you're yeah. gonna right. have to, you're gonna have to kick each other's ass for that tenth one, but you could do rock oh, paper yeah. scissors. Maybe the tenth one you give away to somebody, or you do a rock paper scissors on the tenth one, or you do a oh, like Nick used to say, old school yard where you get to go first, second, third, and you pick them out. You have a little draft, a cigar we could, draft. We could just take like a uh, cutter and cut it into three parts. That's a, a, not not a great idea. It's an idea. <laughs> it's an idea. But, it's not a great idea. But think about buddying up, and, uh, and and then everybody throws in a little bit of money, and then uh, exactly. you get to pick them out. What do you think of that? I think oh, it's a this, great idea. No, that cigar pack for the money well, is worth every, and every, thing, every and, penny. And to Dan's point, people, cigar smokers have different palates, you know? Yeah. Jeff is going to be more interested in... I mean, I'd the say, Diamond Crown. Connecticut. I would say the Diamond yeah. Crown, Jaime, uh, Jaime Garcia, Reser- yeah, Garcia. You know, there's a couple on there that I I would look at and immediately go, "That's a Jeff cigar." And then there's yeah. other ones in there that I would say, "Ooh, those are appealing to my taste." Yes. And you know, if you it, have a third person that maybe is kind of straddling the line, it they, literally, they can, you know, has something for everybody. It does. Yeah. It's a good sample. And Dan, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing these with us. This Definitely. has been a great experience. And again, I'm going to buy the fine and rare. Because you found a cigar that you typically wouldn't find, and uh, well, it's one I, t- I I would pass by in the humidor because of the price point, and yeah, I now that I've smoked it, I can't do that anymore. It's been sitting there. I've had fine and rares for three or four years now, and I've yep. only smoked one. But 
I still remember the experience, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, every single one of these would have a similar story if you if you lit it up. I mean, there's people that just go nuts over the Andalusian bull. Yeah, we yeah. have a, we have a handful left here. Uh, you know, we might get six, eight boxes a year out of that. Yep, ten count boxes. I mean, everything in there is really fine and rare. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Yep. <laughs> What about you guys? What are you getting on your sticks as we finish? I, I've talked about mine ad nauseum, but it, there's a reason for that because it's so damn good. Dan, you want to talk about the Diamond Crown? Sure. I mean, I think the one thing that sticks out about a a, a celebratory cigar or a higher end, higher priced cigar like this is you have consistency throughout the mm-hmm. entire smoke. Um, some of them change. Some of them just stay consistent. But this one uh, has not gotten bitter at all. Sometimes the Connecticut's will give you that bitter yep. taste. Yep. That's gone. That's not an issue. No no, no bitter issues at all with the Connecticut. You know what? This pack, and then, Nick, I'll let you talk about your cigar. You know what this pack would be good for? What's that? An incredible Father's Day gift. It really would be a great Father's Day yeah. gift. If I just you thought have, of that. Yeah, no, if you have a cigar smoker in your life, and you know it's either your father, your husband, or something like that, um, this would be a great Father's Day gift. Well, we had somebody come in the other day, and they were looking for a box of cigars, and Cindy was walking them around. We had a bunch of boxes and showed them, you know, the different uh, options based on their profile and what they were looking for. And it was to be a gift. And then they came on to the sampler pack, the CRA Freedom Sampler Pack, and uh, they walked out with that. And, uh, and, good for, choice. And, good choice. and, and I just think that person is going to be absolutely blown away by oh, that gift. Definitely. I mean, to get oh, they'll be, yeah, it, it, this will be an incredible gift for someone. Yeah, definitely. So Nick, what are you getting on yours as we finish well, up? Like here? I said, the Padron Black 100 here, it's got the, the cocoa flavor. It's got the, the, uh, earth. I will say the pepper has ramped up significantly in the final third, both on the smoking experience and the retro hail. Great cigar. I cannot, I mean, it's a Padron. What, yeah. what do you say? I mean, it's it, you know it's going to be good. This one is fantastic, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. Well, think about it. In that pack, there's seven more that we haven't even touched. Exactly. That's seven just more amazing. Really, really good cigars. Yeah, yeah. Every one of them is outstanding. Exactly. So before we head out, why don't we hear about my monthly cigars? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! What is it about Pinky's voice that just puts you at ease? She's She's got a great voice. She does have a great radio voice. We were going to do the charcuterie board this weekend. We were. Um, her her son uh, plays, plays some baseball, and there was a baseball tournament that popped up last minute. So be looking very soon yes. for the charcuterie board episode. We're, we're, we're trying to figure out the date that we can get that all set up and ready. She was disappointed. She really wanted to do the uh, charcuterie board, but you know what? Hey, time with your kid only hey, comes along once. So, exactly. You know, no, no harm, no foul. So. But, but we got to hang out with Dan. We and did smoke. Well, in my case, the Alec and Bradley fine and rare, which I would have never tried. And now I'm like and, ruined. And I have wanted to do this, this episode with the CRA pack and Dan for a while now. 
Um, Timing worked. It worked out fantastic. And, uh, no, we really want to thank you for taking some time, Dan. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on board. I was watching recently a show on Alzheimer's, and with us getting older and older um, as a general population, I think we're going to see more and more of this terrible disease inflict people that we know and possibly ourselves. And there were six items that you do to try to curtail it, slow it down, prevent it, avoid it, whatever. And one of the six was meditation. And they talked about this doesn't have to be where you get your carpet out and you sit there and you hum verses or whatever. And I just thought, wow, a cigar. Yeah. Maybe oh, a really good a really cigar good sitting by yourself and just sitting there and collecting in it. And we we're talking, these neuroscientists were on this PBS special and they were talking about how your uh, brain starts categorizing and short-term memory and long-term memory and storing these various different memories and things. And I'm just thinking as we're sitting there smoking cigars, it really does act and behave as a form of meditation. Right. It's our version of meditation. It does. Right. And it's really supposed to be beneficial in Alzheimer, dementia, avoidance, which you know is something that's near and dear to my heart. Same here. And um, yeah, exactly. Yep. And so I was just thinking, wow. I mean, if you do get a cigar like this, if you do get the pack, get yourself some me time by yourself or a couple close friends like we are here and just enjoy the experience. I'm going to remember this forever. Yeah. Sitting here talking about this stuff. Uh, you know, we're not, um, there are some cigars that I just got in my mouth. It's not that the cigar is bad. It's just I'm, I've got a lot of different things on my mind. Yep. I'm distracted, but I want a cigar. But this one, don't be distracted is my is my totally. uh, advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sit there and chill out. Everybody's asleep at night. The house, you go in the backyard. It's nice and cool. Get yourself a, a nice drink. And just sit the there and enjoy it and get a little bit of me time. And I'll tell you what, I think you'll call in at a later date and thank us for uh, for that uh, oh, little yeah. words of advice. Yeah, I mean, none of these, and no disrespect to any cigars that I smoke while driving, none of these are driving cigars. No. None of these are, you know, quick smokes that you want to, that, that you're just out somewhere and you just want a cigar kind of thing. These are the ones that you, like Dan said, you get, you set up a nice little relaxing area on the deck and you go outside at night, you listen to the crickets, you listen to nature, and you just kind of sit and reflect and just oh my have God. that time. Nick? What? Okay, so Dan, and you're welcome to come with us to this, but Nick and I have been talking about taking a, a day in the float. Oh, wow. The float pods, you know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. The, so, the, so like, um, oh, this the, would be perfect. The, the float therapy kind yeah. of thing. So what know? I want to do is we'll get in there and we'll light these up and then yeah, get our, if, sealed up in our pod. I don't know if that's a good idea, Jeff. Well, depends you know, on the river. I'm the, well, no, 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 no. This is like a, a, a spa. You like go in and it's like the sensory deprivation tanks oh, okay. where you get in the. I don't the, know about this. It's like, they're, it's like they're water full of and like it's either full of salt. They just fill. It's like baking soda or Epsom salt oh, or whatever. So it kind of floats you up uh, floats buoyancy. You, exactly. And so you're laying there in the water and they, they seal you up. So it's, it's dark. You can play music if you want to. Um, but they're not going to let you fire one of these up in there. No, right? they're not. <laughs> Jeff's being stupid. There's no way that they're going to let you fire up a cigar. Dan the, being the voice of reason there. The, but think about sensory it. Sensory deprivation tank. The good tank. thing about being sealed up in that pot is your cigar smoke's not going to bother anyone else. 
it's just going to asphyxiate the hell out of you, yeah. and then you drown in salt water. But I mean, you could you could make in. your mind go in that direction just sitting out on the in the backyard. Oh, or the absolutely, deck, whatever, and just 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 take some time with your just you and your cigar, enjoying it. And I'll tell you what, it's 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 like Nirvana. It really, yeah. really, really is. I want I want to point out real quick though, Jeff brought up the floating thing. We're not going to be floating together. We're not going to get in the same tank. No, we're not getting in the same tank. <laughs> no goal. I love I do have to point that out because you have thrown out think enough. Of thing. The, Trust me, there's enough people that already question our relationship that I don't dis- want like that being thrown out in the world. <laughs> think of the dis- this is how rumors get started. That we would cause in that float tank if you and I They'd both only climb have to put in, there. in like two gallons of yeah. water. <laughs> it comes up to the edge. <laughs> the submerged displacement <laughs> would be off the charts. They're, they're like, all that salt's supposed to help you float. What is going on? How is this happening? Oh, my God. Well, the salt's going to, uh, I guess, uh, prevent the goldfish from being part of that. Oh, there you go. see, there you go. Full but, circle. Well, you'd have to get yourself, you know, like some fish from the sea then instead of the goldfish. The, you don't want freshwater fish in the salt. Sea bass. Yeah, oh, sea bass. God. Kick his ass, sea bass. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you guys have seen on, on National Geographic or whatever, the Science Channel, where uh, people will put their feet into the water and these little fishies will oh, come yes. out and start. You've done that, haven't and you? Uh, no, I have not. But I've seen it at like uh, spas for I like. I thought you'd pedic- actually done it. Okay. Is that right? For pedicures. Yeah. They don't do it anymore. Uh, at the nail salons and stuff, at least not around here. Well, you they, might... that one place had the six-year-old get pulled in and the just uh, just it brought, was a frenzy. Yeah, it was a frenzy. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, no, but no. Kids like, hey, mommy, we're but, going to the. But spa. no, you're right. They have the little little. I think they're little goldfish or some sort of little fish, and basically yeah. you put your feet and they eat the dead skin off of your. Is that what they, is feet. that what they're doing? Yeah, yeah, therapeutic. Yep. Every time I go and get a pedicure, the ladies always like sit there and like chatter amongst themselves in their in their native tongue and then they look at me and laugh and so i know they're making fun of me but <laughs> i don't know what they're saying you've seen your own feet right well, and then i'm super ticklish so like when they get out the <laughs> scraper to get the dead skin off and everything i have to hold my knee and then i'm just laughing uncontrollably and the last time i had it done the lady looked at me and she goes laugh and then starts doing it and i'm just like and she's laughing at me and i'm i'm dying i'm just dying there was a whole seinfeld the episode whole about that looking at me and everything it's it's embarrassing there was a but whole you keep going seinfeld back. episode dan have you ever had a pedicure no it is the best thing ever that's what i and, understand and guys you know guys tend to be like, oh that's girly i'm telling you right now treat yourself Go and get a pedicure. Do you get the Manny, too? No, I don't do that. That's Just weird. The, not the Manny pedi for you? I don't do the Manny for me because the thing about that is you're sitting at that table. They're working on your fingernails and everything, and you're like eye to eye with the person across. And nine times out of ten, you can't speak to them because of the language barrier and everything. And it's just – that's more you, awkward. You know what would be fun for me, though? Because you know my love of eye contact. Yeah, just and I don't know if Dan don't. knows this. So any any restaurant anywhere I go that, that like I'm engaging with someone, I will purposely make eye contact, and it's it, you can tell if they're into it or if they're not like immediately. So that would be a lot of fun getting a manicure and just staring them down. I've asked you if you want to go with me to get a pedi before, and you always say no. Yeah, it's too familiar. You're sitting in a totally separate chair. Well, I'm just worried you're going to want to then get up and go get a Brazilian. So No, no, <laughs> no. Get a, get a good old crotch wax in there. That's a whole different place. They don't do that there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just nails. Oh. Well, a lot so, of these spas do, you know, they're full service. Maybe, but the one that I go to, it's just nails. Just nails. Just okay. nails. So, anyway. Dan, Dan is like, what am I doing? 
done. Hey, I'm telling you, you know what? I, I, I don't, I don't. I'm telling you guys, don't knock it till you try it. Pedicures are. I told you, an amazing I, little treat. I, I maybe get, get a, like four a year. I got a pedicure one time with Kristen before we went on a cruise because my feet are heinous. You ought to get a pedicure, and your feet won't be heinous. They'll be baby smooth, soft, dude. Yeah, I'm they'll good. be amazing. I'm good. Your shoes will feel totally different. I wear flip flops. Exactly, they're going to feel totally different when you, you know, put I hate them to on. Say the this first with time. COVID, I don't know the last time my foot's been in a shoe. Wow. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't think I've had you a shoe. You haven't had to actually be somewhere that yeah. you've required shoes. I don't think I've had a shoe on. I don't even know if I wore a shoe any time this winter. I, bo- I had boots you, on. I had boots no, on. I say boots. Yeah. I wore boots to go shovel the driveway. But to actually put a shoe on, like a dress shoe. Well, when I you cut, and when you cut the grass, you do it barefoot, which yeah. everybody in your neighborhood is waiting for you to take off your foot. Okay, so here's the deal. And my thinking behind this is... All it's going to do is save them at the ER from having to pick out the bits of shoe. (laughs) Well, if you're not wearing a steel toe boot, that blade's going right through the kids. (laughs) I think that's correct. There's some truth to that. When my uh, brother and I, we worked a summer job real young. I was probably 19, 20 years old, and we went to uh, Swamps, Louisiana, and I got a picture up on the wall over there, and at the shop, and uh, it was the worst job I've ever had in my life. When I got my first real job in engineering, I used to put that right above my desk. So I would look up and I'd say, okay, that's the worst job I've ever had in my life. I will never have it, another job like that before. And we started out wearing boots and things like that uh, with our with our blue jeans. And then we were submerged in a swamp all day, walking oh. through there on an oil oh. exploration crew. And so eventually my brother and I, we just went down to tennis shoes and we took duct tape and taped our pants to our socks so that the stuff couldn't crawl up there. But um, but as far as footwear, we downgraded our footwear from, like, really work boots to – because they got stuck in the mud and things like yeah. that. So I, 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 I can see where uh, more can be le- – or less can be more yeah. in certain uh, activities. Yeah. But do you cut the grass with those shoes on? Uh, I wouldn't. I was going to say. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Well, and it almost bit you in the ass the other day because you hit that dog bomb in the middle of your lawn. Oh, yeah, but see, I would have had to scrape it off the shoe. And that was fresh poo. Yeah. Kristen left me a Bennett bomb in the front yard. She goes, oh, I meant to pick that up. Like, yeah, you didn't. <laughs> and it was fresh. And you said it just went like a streak along the grass. Yes. I drugged that for a while. <laughs> I had to walk next to the mower. Oh, God. Boy, with the rain around here, the grass cutting, we've had to cut grass a lot around yeah. here. Yeah. I mean. Gosh, I mean, it was like... And then I see people watering their lawns. Why would you water your lawn? It's just going to grow more. Got to keep it plush. Got to keep it nice. Yeah, that's not me. I I think in certain parts of the country, there's water restrictions going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, As there usually is, you know, this time of year. They can have some of ours. Yeah. It's been been rainy. It has. Although we're on a dry streak right now, but it's been rainy here in the Midwest. It has been. It has been. And starting to get a little hot. Uh, yeah, it's gross. Last... It's been hot and humid. It's been that's really St. Louis. Humid. Yeah. yeah, we just got our dew point. I was watching the weathercaster the other day, and seventy percent dew point is hum- is miserable. Yeah, and it has to get below sixty percent, is what I understood from the weather gal, before it starts getting a bit more comfortable. So I've been watching dew point more than humidity here recently, hmm. as far as comfort level. As I map out, you know, what's going to be a good cigar smoking weather. Uh, we did have a uh, uh, world class uh, cigar smoking weather alert a uh, uh, week or two ago. I we love had how some you do that. Unbelievable, yeah, awesome. unbelievable freaking cigar smoking weather. My God, it yeah. was just like 
get your cigars and get outside. Every once in a while, those days pop up. They're on, and usually it's a low humidity day for us around here. Oh, definitely. Well, guys, as we finish up here after we did our weather forecast, we have to do the socials, Nick. Yes, so we're available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're also available for Dan at Riverman Cigar Company. Is it? Yeah, RivermanCigars.com. Yep. And then we've got uh, Riverman Cigars is our uh, Instagram. We're on Yelp. Uh, there's Google in there. And uh, you can find us there. 314-843-3355 is our phone number. Call Miss Cindy up. She'll get a package out to you. And uh, if there's a cigar you can't find at your local uh, uh, brick and mortar, uh, give us a shot and we'll uh, virtually walk you around. I know Cindy sometimes will take her phone out and and uh, FaceTime them and show the pictures. That's and, awesome. And That's awesome. Uh, take a look at it and get you uh, fitted for uh, a proper cigar. If you want a, a premium bundle, which you guys did the contest years uh, months ago, yep. with the winner, the Tadascan, uh, the uh Yellow Series. Shout out to the fine people at Tadascan. Without a doubt. And, uh, and They're uh, warriors. Yeah. And uh, our latest one that is really just flying off the shelves is this Esteban Carrera Vigilante. Yes, you've and talked about it's that. It's about a $4.50 cigar. We can't really keep them in stock. We've got them in a Toro. And a sixty ring gauge, and I think for five seventy five, you're getting about a two hour smoke wow. out of wow. a sixty. There's a Maduro and a Habano, and my gosh, they're good. And I'll tell you what, I just go back. We put a built a tray up for them, and 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 they're just constantly, constantly uh, going through that tray. I gotta ask, what is? And I love this cigar, and I've bought them here. I've bought them down in Cape Girardeau. I've got them different places. It's the one with the blue band. Um, the just Connecticut. It's a Connecticut. Up on the, up on the uh, that's an Ashton foot. Premium House uh, mix uh, mix filler, and uh, and then they have that a, is such a good bundle. And cigar. then they have a yeah. Then they have a Premium House long filler as well. That we'll do a three pack of those Ashtons for fifteen bucks, and uh, that's the long filler, and then uh, a bit less for the mix filler on the uh, four dollar and something. For that, I love that. that yeah, that, that makes filler. It one. comes in a Connecticut, which is a blue footer. It has a blue band footer, yep. and then the orange band footer, which is its cousin or its sister or brother, and that is a uh, that's a sun grown. And okay, people, so I'm team blue. I will say that. Yeah, I'm team blue. and there's there's some team orange people out there too with the sun grown, and 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 people really really enjoy that. And Cindy tells me, you know how uh, I mean, people will actually come in and thank us. For having this expanded array of of premium bundle cigars, yep. and like uh, you know, a lot of shops out there, not to talk bad or whatever, but you'll have a bundle sitting in the corner. A lot of times it's quorum because that's the granddaddy of them all, and it's a, a great cigar. But there's other ones out there that have really uh, uh, come on board, and uh, and uh, so you know, look, you, you you go out there and you you buy a pack like this, and maybe you smoke some premium cigars for a while, and that's how you justify affording buying a cigar like this but i can tell you this cra freedom sampler pack is heavily heavily discounted and for our price is 170 uh i think it's msrp is 160 without the tax so we threw the tobacco tax on top of that and it's out the door uh 170 and um is is what we're msrp in it at and uh and our, our price and I can't say enough about it. This uh, one cigar I've had here, the Diamond Crown Number no. Four, has just been 
you know, outstanding. I've had the fine and rare. I've never had the, uh, the black and unless I break down and get myself a pack of these CRA samplers. And I guess if, uh, if the calls don't come in and the people don't walk in and grab them, then, uh, I'm going to have some uh, winter cigars to smoke this year. There I can't you believe you would have a pack of these left. I mean, if anybody sees them, they're going to buy them. They're yeah. going to want these cigars. And again, I might buy that and then buy some bundles to cut my dollar cost average. But right. how do you pass this pack up? I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's just going to be like uh, like uh, 10 Christmases in a row. And uh, each cigar... Just looking at it right there, I mean, every single one of those cigars is different. It's not like you're going to smoke two of the same. No. no. And there's a lot of us out there that like that variety. I mean, that thing. Oh, I kind totally. of, I kind of operate within about a ten cigar rotation. Yeah. Uh, other than my work cigars, which is really something new that comes in, I want to be able to smoke it so I can talk a little bit about it. But as far as what I go back to, uh, it's just uh, what a what a what a tremendous experience. We're we're really happy and uh, thankful to J.C. Newman sending us these cigars. And uh, and they're available for now. It's a, it's a it's a great pack. Everybody needs to get one. Um, so check your brick and mortar. If they don't have them, you know Dan's got some, and you can call up Dan at Riverman Cigar Company and get some yourself. You want these? You want them? Yeah. And to wrap up the rest of the socials, we're available also on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group, and we have Twitter, YouTube, and you can reach out to us through cigarpulpit.com. When are we launching the TikTok? We're we're not. Oh, okay. That's a whole other thing. Okay. And then, uh, do you want to dance? You What's can, that? You can dance if you want. I'm dancing. When we go to the barn smoker, I'm getting in the rave tent that's and true. dancing. That's true. Shirtless. That's true. You have- I got to find somebody that does body art that's going to paint the cigar pulpit logo. Dan, for the right money, I'll put Riverman on there, too. <laughs> well, let's 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 talk about that off air. Oh, uh, certainly something we would be interested in here at this uh, fine establishment. We're going to logo- brand you up like a NASCAR. That's right. Naked. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure the fine folks at Drew State are maybe love to hear this. Yeah, or maybe we sponsor the Naked Gardening Day next year. Ooh. See? See, now you're thinking. Or one of, sponsor. One of, I'm sure many know, would want to do yeah. it. There you go. Instead of you covering yourself up with, like, foliage, we'll just, like, put the Riverman logo conveniently. You're paying extra to cover the crotch. <laughs> well, we may, we, we, we may pass on that. I, we, I would. I would. I would. We'll, we'll have to talk off record. Guys. <laughs> I don't know if the logo is quite big enough. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Well, now you're just bragging. <laughs> anyway. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun, and I have really enjoyed uh, the Padron Black. I, I am done with it. I took it as far as I possibly could without burning my, my lips and I've I'm and still working this there. and wish I had a cigar pick to put in it. I was gonna going to say, if I had had a cigar pick, I could have probably gotten another, like, you know, five or ten minutes out of it. But um, it I'm was, burning my fingers here with my Diamond Crown yeah. number four. It's yeah. just good to the last puff. There you go. Well, Dan, thank you so much for taking time today. We really appreciate it. I enjoy uh, seeing you guys again, and thanks for stopping by and uh, spending some time together. Dan, we don't say it enough, but thank you so much for your support of the yes. Cigar Pulpit. Seriously. It, and and likewise, I can't uh, thank you guys enough for all you've done to, to say nice things about us, and we really, really appreciate it. And um, it's uh, it's been a great cigar journey. Um, one of the best decisions we made was to team with you guys uh uh, a while back and uh we wish you guys nothing but the success in the future well and i'll tell you right now and i think i can speak for nick here we wouldn't say it if we didn't mean it the we love your lounge and we Definitely. love the people here so thank you well guys this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit coming to you from the jre tobacco aladino mobile studios at riverman cigar company i'm nick i'm gator and this is dan everybody stay safe and stay smoky 